many dragons are power? Dragon shit. We're back. Yeah, we're back. We're nerds. It's true. Bites the dust, and we are the nerds. We are the living nerds. How's it going, everybody? We're nerds. We're here to talk about nerd shit again. I'm Jester954 here alongside everyone's favorite uncle, Aaron Junkler Van Dam Miller, as well as our resident camping Viking, James John James. (laughs) And yeah, as you heard, fucking bummer, (laughs) Jason David Frank, Green Ranger, has passed away, uh, reportedly of killing himself. Fucking sucks. But it's yeah. Sad, so, like we kind of talked. Like I'm, I'm one of those people that's kind of like weird about like when it's like from suicide because I like think it's super selfish and it kind of pisses me off that they choose that route. I understand yeah. people go through shit. I know people deal with it differently. I understand like all that stuff. I just think it's like really selfish to do it. And, you know, I listen, I understand like you don't everybody deals with things differently, blah, 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 blah. It's still like is like a, I'm bummed that he's dead, but I'm pissed off that he chose suicide because like, I don't know. Yeah, understandable. I'm not um, going to lie. I am ambivalent. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I feel bad. I mean, you never know. Right. I tend to think, so I'm not projecting this on him because I do not know. I tend to think it's drugs because the only time, like being that, like I used to like really enjoy like recreational depression. I used to think I knew what wanting to kill myself, like oh, I'm suicidal. No, no, you're not. A lot of people who are like, oh, I'm gonna kill this shit. No, you're not. Uh, one time I've I felt that. And I actually felt like, oh, my God, like I would kill myself. And it was due to coming down from like fucking drugs, like real drugs. So a lot of times when people go through with killing themselves, I think it's fucking drugs, man. But I don't know if he was drug buddy. I know that they said the rumor. Yeah, the rumor is he cheated on his wife and that'll that'll do it. I don't know. know, Like that level of disappointment in yourself. Oh, sorry. We'll do it. Um. The only time I yeah. ever really thought about it was because I was real disappointed in myself, and uh, I I stood on a fucking uh, I stood on a goddamn overpass, bro. Yeah. And then I looked yeah. out there for like a while. You know where five ninety five curls like west uh, at university, and it's like super high. <laughs> I stood, yeah. I stood on the edge on the peak of that, and that's where I. Nice. That's where I was like, you know what? Actually, being alive is pretty fucking chill. Uh, I kind of just want to continue yeah. doing that. Did like that, like when Freebird bangs, like play like in Forrest Gump, free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, like Gen A. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was like the. Yeah, they yeah. say uh, people who choose suicide by like jumping off a bridge or something like that, there's a small percentage of people who survive it. And like almost unanimously, they said, what, what was the first thing you thought when you jumped? And they're like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. It's like <laughs> yeah. almost, Im- <laughs> almost immediately when someone decides like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to jump off. It's a real Forrest Gump thing. Is, I, wish I, like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't do that. I wish I didn't do this. That's funny. <laughs> but 
Yeah, but no, but it's uh, <laughs> it does suck because like you know, sure he was kind of like we can make fun of like the tattoos and the hair and the douchey like kind of cringe lord shit, but like he was doing like he he was kind of. I mean, he was, like, super Christian and shit and, like, positive, and he was doing the whole, like, Green Ranger, like, positivity speeches. I didn't and, know he was, like, super Christian. I don't remember. Yeah, he was, like, a super positive, <laughs> like, 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 a, like, uh, motivational to kids and shit like that somewhat. Right. Like, yeah, sure, there's stories that he was a total, like, kind of douchebag too somewhat. Like, I know someone who met him and he was like, don't talk to me unless you're going to give me $35. Like that kind of shit, but like yeah. I've been, I've been to con, like a few like horror cons, yeah. and like people who I thought were super cool will literally be like, "Don't talk to me unless you give me twenty dollars." Right. Like you know who was a real piece of shit? Uh, the guy from Dawn of the Dead, Keenan and Kel's dad. Was it Keenan and Kel's oh, dad? Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, he was a real, real piece of shit. But I, but it's not that he was a piece of shit. That's his job. He's no longer on. And this was back in like 2004, five, maybe. I went to a horror convention, and uh, he was like one of those like, "Don't speak to me unless you pay me." Like, don't speak. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 unfortunate because it's like it is his job. So it's like, would you be yeah. at you know, would you be at work for free? Uh, but yeah. you're and not. Like, we you were, ever had the opposite experience where it's the handlers that are like making them not speak to you. Yeah. <laughs> like when we talked to Burt Ward, he he got literally told by the handler like, "Hey, we need you to stop talking to them so that we can yeah keep moving." There is that <laughs> like, too, yeah. where it's like everything is on a fucking <laughs> schedule and shit. But yeah. it does suck when it, you meet someone and you're like, "Oh, you're a fucking asshole." Like. Yeah, I was with a buddy of mine, and we were, like, in the line to meet him, and from what I remember, there were no signs that, like, said the monetary shit. My friend, like, you get, there was a sign for, like, you know, 10 bucks for a headshot or whatever, 10 bucks for a picture or whatever, <clears throat> but my friend had brought his own DVDs and, like, handed him the DVDs, and the guy signed him, and then he's like, that'll be $50, and my friend was like, oh, I didn't know that, and he's like, Damn, well, I guess just keep them then. And he kept his DVDs and, like, sold them. Shit. <laughs> he kept his, like, his collector's God. edition. He's like, okay, yeah, I'm not giving these back to you if you don't pay me. And it's like, oh, wow. you're a fucking asshole. I don't like you anymore, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like $50 each his... or 50 total? I 50 for two signatures. So, like, you know, 25 bucks a signature. But it's Damn. like... I don't know. We st- I don't know. Maybe we were. I mean, we were stoners and shit. So maybe we just didn't see the sign. Well, if he but was like, sitting at a table and you were getting a signature, that is kind of it's implied. But if I yeah, was him, yeah. I'd be like, I mean, fuck it. Who cares? Like, just this uh, was also back in like two thousand four. Yeah, yeah. it's a little different. But yeah. But anyways, rest in peace, Jason, Jason David Frank. That's a fucking bummer. Um, yeah, man. rest in peace, Jimmy. I mean, the Green Ranger was my favorite. Like, I was young enough to play. I played Power Rangers. Come on now. Yeah. Of course. When the Green Ranger came out and then the white, you know, he was the oh man, the cool cool thing, you know? Yeah. When the Green Ranger shit happened, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say everybody thought he was the coolest. He was like the replacement Red Ranger who was number one. (laughs) Yeah. He was uh, Tommy Oliver. Um, Yeah. When the Green Ranger shit happened, actually, it was like multi part and it came on at like prime time. 
Like yeah, Power Rangers I remember. would be on at like 3.34 p.m. But when the Green Ranger shit happened, it was on at like 7 p.m. on like primetime television. It was like a major deal, and it was fucking awesome. And then when he went to the White Ranger sign, it was fucking over. Like, it was so cool. <laughs> Didn't he go Man. evil for the Green Ranger part? Wasn't that like the whole thing was he was bad? Like Rita he was like, bad. Yeah. It was he Rita's was like henchman, more or less. He was the, her ranger. Yeah, oh yeah, when like he showed up ranger. originally, yeah, yeah, she made, yeah. she had made him. That was like the thing, and then he defected right. and became, you know, de facto leader. And if you're the Red Ranger, you're like, hey, bro, not only are you taking over my job, you're now fucking my girl. Like, cause then he was fucking the Pink <laughs> Ranger. Like, bro, yeah, back off, dude. He just handed the keys over anyway. Like, come on, man, look at him. Yeah, man. Um... <laughs> He had the little chest like armor on his suit. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he had the the shoulder pauldrons. Yeah, with the, with the little yeah, coin, the chest piece. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I saw somebody posted a clip thing because Power Rangers, like I'm sure everybody knows, I never continued watching it, but it went on forever. Oh, I think it's still going. It's still going on. on. There's still some say, form of it. it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and he was still in it like years and years later, and somebody posted like a seven minute video yesterday of a, a clip from an episode dude where tommy's in like a coma and he's dying or he's fighting he's in a coma and then you go in his mind and he has to fight all of his former variations so he's like in a dream like you oh know when God. they when he's like, like fighting dark state, link you to fight yourself <laughs> Say again? he's fighting dark link dude <laughs> yeah, so he like he fights Green Ranger, White Ranger, and then Red Ranger because he was the Red so, Ranger for Dino, I think, at some point. Well, he was also working on a um, actual like adult Power Ranger like um, indie film with uh, Bat in the Sun. Uh, the studio yeah, that's like the Batman shorts. Yeah, yeah, kind he was of working on one with them too. Well, yeah, they they put one out. So, like, he'd been working on, like, uh, like trying to reboot, like, a more mature Power Ranger thing. And I think they did a couple of attempts. And one of them came yeah, out they did where so. he's sitting. Uh, like, they even worked closely with the Power of the Grid fighting game shit. Because they took some of that. Because the Power Power of the Grid, I think is what it's called. They came up with a new version of his Ranger. It's like It's, like, the white and the green mixed. And it's, like, he's a super bad guy. And uh, so he was, like, involved in that. And then, yeah, there's, like, a video somewhere, like, a little short movie thing. It sucks, man. I wish they would have gotten that off the floor because I was like, that, you know, that'd be cool. You know, I'd, I'd yeah. watch it. It probably would suck because I'm just not <laughs> into, like, Super Sentai stuff anymore. But I, I like the idea and the thought of it, you know, Kamen Rider and Power Rangers and stuff. It's a cool idea, but um, – in practice, you know, watching it, it's not the coolest thing anymore for me. Well, they literally just do the same thing every episode. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, That's also, why the Green Ranger shit was so exciting. <laughs> yeah, because it was some new shit. Well, also, like a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of people do know, but not everybody knows that Power Rangers and stuff was a Japanese show. So, mm-hmm. all of that shit, all the fighting and the monster stuff was filmed in Japan. And in the States over here, all they would do is film the high school shit and the shit in the parks <laughs> fighting the putties. But, and anything with like in the suits without the helmets. But all the like legit Power Ranger fighting shit, that was all super Japanese. That was all just Japanese dudes in suits. You know what always drove me nuts is that they would wear the exact colors of the Power Rangers to school yeah. and all around town. <laughs> I'm like, you really aren't trying to hide the fact that you're the fucking Power Rangers. Bro. 
Come on. The, the Bat Brats Clark do it Kent in wears Go- glasses. <laughs> but, yeah, like, also, we, can't, like, uh, we can't nitpick. <laughs> in Gotham Knights, the Bat Brats all wear their colors. They do. Like yeah. Nightwear where Nightwing she wears doesn't, blue. What doesn't she, um Barbara wear a freaking Batgirl like emblem necklace the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Bummer, but hey guys. Anyways, uh, that sucks. Go play Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. It's a very, very good fighting game. It's on Game Pass. Um, it's always on sale. It is basically the reincarnation of Marvel versus Capcom Three. It is a team fighter with assists. It is very, very good. It is a very, very good fighting game, and it's also got simplified controls if you're not into super deep controls. And it's got a cool story mode that features Tommy in it. So fuck yeah, dude. That features Tommy in it. <laughs> yeah, this is Tommy. Tommy, Tommy Oliver. But uh, yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, might, I might as well start talking about Power Rangers. Also, who's a fucking curmudgeon is the Red Ranger. I forget uh, Austin Saint John or something. <laughs> yeah, something. Uh, dude. Yeah. So I I don't know what it was, but he grew up to be such kind of a curmudgeon. Res, like kind of it, you can kind of maybe laugh and be like oh he was pissed because tommy came in and he was always the cooler guy but like man there's so many stories of him just being the biggest asshole and you can even find videos of him like you can tell he's just like kind of a prick uh but then again that life must not be easy man they were all teenagers and right. shit so you never know uh but yeah Anyways, we're here to talk about nerd stuff. What the fuck is going on, everybody? Aaron and I saw the menu, so we're going to talk that. Fuck it. We'll do spoilers in the middle of it because it's the fucking menu. It's not endgame. Um, I think other than that, it's just, you know, a bunch of news shit, and we'll just talk about uh, nerd aren't stuff. You gonna it's fucking, Thanksgiving. Aren't you going to review Ragnarok? Oh, I'm going to. I beat Ragnarok. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to <laughs> rate like, it. Uh, I'm yeah. not going to say. Don't worry, anybody. I'm not going to say spoilers. Um, if you want to hear absolutely nothing at that time, uh, I'll do it in my week. Uh, at that time, you can fast forward, but I'm not going to say any story spoilers or anything like that. I'm just going to give my thoughts on the game. Spoilers, it's good. But yeah, we're going to do the menu. Spoilers, I'm going to tell you good. what I thought about. <laughs> yeah, spoilers is good. It was good. It was a good game. Why don't you uh, just? Go first on Start your week. week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, righty. Let's take a look here. Hit the drop. I already did, bro. Oh, you I talked hear over it. it, you piece of shit. No. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll do it again it. just for the audience. It's been. Boom. One week. All righty. Yeah. <laughs> so, records. I've only gotten one new record this week, but it's a doozy. It's a very, very good four disc live concert called where the light is by john mayer back in 2008 uh it's a really good live concert uh he comes out in the beginning of the show and does a set acoustic then he leaves and then he comes back with the john mayer trio and does like a blues set and then he goes back and then he comes back with the full band and they do the whole thing and they blow the whole thing out of the water and it's fucking great it's a really good uh live concert uh, it was filmed pretty cool, like the trailer. I remember watching the trailer for it when the commercial, like when the the little, I guess, trailer teaser for John Mayer, Where the Light Is came out. We'll take Go look that up. 
and it's a uh, pretty cool man so i was able to snag that it's usually uh, so i almost bought it last week or two weeks ago at my record store because they had it and it was 80 bucks and i'm like all right it's four discs eight sides that's not bad 20 bucks a disc it makes sense I'll think about it. It's also pressed by Music on Vinyl, which is a company that presses records. And that's like some of the best audiophile quality record pressings you can find. So it's pressed immaculately. It's worth it. And uh, look it up online. It's about $80. But I looked up Trusty Old Amazon, and they had it on sale, and I got it for 40-something. So it's pretty nice. I was able to pick that up. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. John Mayer, where the light is, I posted that last night. What else we got? Um, just uh, oh, I've so I've been watching these short horror films on YouTube, which there's always really good ones. But I wanted to give a shout out to a channel, it's probably the big major fucking channel. It's called Alter. So if you just go to YouTube and you look up A L T E R. A-L-T-E-R, or even if you just look up horror short films, you're mostly going to find alter films, and they are incredibly high quality. It's pretty ridiculous how good these things are, and um, even some of the – a lot of the comments when I read, like a lot of people share the thought where it's like, hey, man, a lot of these are – almost on par or better than like a lot of horror movies that just kind of stick around way too long these things are usually anywhere from like 8 to 15 to maybe 25 minutes long and there seems to be an infinite amount of them so i would definitely recommend checking out the alter channel Hmm. i'm trying to find this other one that i saw i found another channel by some dudes and there was only two movies on it but they were so good. They now, were is this uh, only available with the you have the YouTube subscription thing, right? No, so, yeah, but these are just YouTube like they they're, still, okay. they're all just on there. Um I'm trying to find them later to bring them up, but there were two others that I saw, two other movies I saw, and they were even better than the Alter films and they were by this I guess like maybe a new I don't know, I don't even want to know if I should call it studio. You can tell these are just like kind of like young people or like new like young film creators as in like early in their career film creators or who knows because in some of the alter ones like one of them had like marissa tomei and like actual actors in it but uh they're really fucking good so look up the channel alter a lot of them are very good a lot of them are fucking scary it seems like a lot of these things can be a lot scarier when they're so short and they can get to the point Kind of like, uh, what was that horror movie with the shadow where the monsters are in the shadow but not in the light, Aaron? Lights Out. Lights Out. Mm-hmm. Like, Lights Out as a, I don't know, what was it, four-minute short or maybe yeah, even less? It was, it was like, yeah, was, it was like a four, three to four-minute short, I, I believe. Yeah, that shit was scary as fuck. But then they turned it into like an hour-and-a-half movie, and it was fucking stupid. So <laughs> that ends up happening um, a lot with that but i'll look it up i'll look up that the other channel that i found that was pretty awesome uh when you guys are talking later and i'll find it um da, da, da. now that's pretty much it just video games now so god of war's over i'll just talk about god of war i beat god of war i did it, it took me about 34 hours 
I could probably shave. I could probably shave it down to thirty. I just I did some kind of side questy shit, but not like when I started playing. I was like, I'm gonna do everything, and then eventually there's so much to the game. There's so much to do in this fucking game. So eventually I was like, all right, I'm not gonna do everything because then I'm gonna be playing this game for fucking sixty hours, maybe more. So completionists say about fifty hours to complete everything. I don't know because I beat the game at like 34. I'm pretty sure I probably have more than 20 hours worth of shit left to do, but maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, it's very good. So the other day I was online and I got spoiled twice. And thank goodness the spoilers I got hit with were wrong. So I was super upset. I thought that I'd read like an end game spoiler and I was bummed. And then I got to the end of the game and I beat it and I was like, where's, when's it going to happen? And it never happens. Uh, the game ends well. Uh, like in a, like the wrapped up the two game as a whole series well, or. Yeah, like, that's what I'm trying to like, not wondering. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so yeah, I'm trying to like, not give anything away but yeah no it doesn't end and you're like oh no this means that like it doesn't do that like the game ends and you're like oh cool and obviously like there's things to do post game so like you know you you do the final confrontation and then like and now what do we do you know will you go finish the side quests and also the game is like you know here's like the game also like the game gives you another thing to do after you beat it, and it's fucking awesome, and I'm super excited for it. And it's like, so this is not a spoiler, but it's like, oh man, it's like, uh, just let uh, it rip, I, dude. Listen, okay, so guys, there may be spoiler. some potential spoilers. Maybe if you don't a little spoiler, but listen. not story wise. <laughs> the first game had Valkyries, right? Yes. So this game has something else and they're like gravestones and they're just like these viking these like hard-ass viking boss people like it's dudes chicks whatever yeah it's like these gravestones and like you stick a sword hilt into it and it's like oh no it's hilger the destroyer and then fucking you fight this viking shit and there's 10 of them and uh that's pretty they they also have the valkyries though right because i saw that in the trailer i thought uh yeah they showed one in that first trailer so. which is pretty fucking nuts man what when you there's two valkyries there's like a double valkyrie fight bro that's like your, yeah like that was in a trailer where yeah, kratos yeah. and atreus get confronted by two valkyries dog mm-hmm. that's in like the end of the game like what the fuck are you doing like oh, no. <laughs> why would they show us that <laughs> what i will tell you though it was fucking awesome and it was really cool like so that's the thing is i will give this to god of war 2018 the valkyries were awesome did they do kind of fight very similar they all have different elements mm-hmm. but it is kind of fighting the same fucking valkyrie a million times with different elements kind of they do have somewhat different attacks but let's face it they're kind of similar um these these new i forgot what they're called but these new like Viking challenges or thing, boss these new challenge fights. Things. Yeah, they yeah. have a they have a name. Uh, I was watching. I, um, I was watching Seth fight them over and over again. He was getting fucked up by two. Yeah, he was doing like a double one. And also remember, he's using no weapons and he's playing on like fucking super hard. Um, but like they shit in this game, I've noticed where some fights, I'm just getting destroyed in seconds, and then other then I I die, I die, I die. Then I come back and I just destroy them so it really is like 
not just like how you approach the fight, but like really getting a good run like in your fight. So you could like like I've been I was fighting these elves, these dark elves, and they were just killing me. And then the one run when I beat them, it was like nothing. I just destroyed them quickly. It was very strange. But um but yeah, but like I'm gonna tell you a little spoiler, but it's not story wise. It's just a game thing. When you're done beating the game, like so the Valkyries, like Freya is the Valkyrie queen. Right, mm-hmm. so like you beat the Valkyries in the last game, but like Odin has a new Valkyrie queen, <laughs> and like you basically realize like I think once you wrap everything up in the post game, like instead of there being like a bunch of Valkyries and then a queen, there's just like a monstrous Valkyrie queen waiting for you at the end of the end game, and mm-hmm. people online have been saying. That she makes the last Valkyrie queen look like fucking marshmallows. Oh, no. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, Jeez, so that's man. fucking sick, dude. Her name is, her name is Gnu, G-N-U, Gnu. And uh, I don't know what she looks like yet. There, we just hear, like, we hear, like, whisperings. Have you heard of Odin's new Valkyrie queen? We have no idea what, I've never seen her, nothing. So I think, like, once you wrap up, uh, something you get to see who she is, but um, but yeah. So the game ended uh, really well. Um, uh, the, I thought this game was great. I thought it had really cool boss fights. Um, like I said last time, I do think that the Boulder fight was really extremely great, and I think it's really hard to top that as something new. Um, the intro fight. Yeah, because remember, then they tried so to do it again good. at the end, and by the end, it's like, yeah, but we did this. it's like the balder fight at the end was like i mean i guess also i noticed some of the promo art for god of war 2018 is kratos and atreus walking up to the dead giant's body like the final boss area anyways Mm -hmm. i guess people wouldn't know but um so this game was cool they do lack the grandiosity of the original God of War games boss fights, but then again, you fucking fought Kronos in that in the original games, and Kronos is literally like the yeah, size uh, of a literal mountain. That's like the God of the Titans or whatever, right? Like number one biggest. Yeah, thing. kind of. Yeah, kind of. He's really, really enormous. Yeah, and like you fought that shit in the old games. The old games are so fucking cool, but um, in this one, the fights aren't so giant. You do fight some big shit, but it's not like to that scale. Um, the, oh, did, I have a question. Okay. If you, the world, like, does it kind of have the same layout feel as the other one? Like, is it like a central and then like there's like dungeony paths okay. off of it? Or Good is question. It the open world. So they did a better job this time. Before your hub was like the nine the lake of nine or whatever and you were in the middle of that and you kind of had to like make your you could use the little warp stones you still have the same warp gates and the lake of nine is still there except this time in this game it's frozen um and this time you have a different hub so i can say this it's because it's whatever your hub this time is in like the in like the dead zone like you know like remember like but whenever you're warping there's like that little circle you can walk around and you're like in that little space zone yeah 
the the dwarf the dwarven blacksmith your buddies they have a house in that zone and that's your hub uh, so that's okay. like where your that's where your homies and your peeps like chill that's where you sleep it's where you hang out and then when you go up to the the gates like the 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 magic gates a thing comes up with all the nine realms and you pick which realm you want to go to and then when you pick a realm then you pick a gate so like it's a lot easier to get around now like it's a lot easier to get around and know where you're going which is awesome because in the first game it's fucking (laughs) impossible for me to figure out where the fuck i was and where how to get anywhere the map still kind of sucks it's still not the greatest map it's fine it's better than the first game but it's more of the same shit it's Mm -hmm. still a little cumbersome getting around a little bit um but if you just know which magic door to transfer to and then which direction to go left or right when you get there you're you're better you're fine but sometimes i find myself like how the fuck do i get to this thing and you gotta figure it out <laughs> it's a little better though and some zones are way bigger there is one whole zone that the game gave me where you realize like for sure like oh this is a post-game zone for you to come and just like look in the distance there's a dragon to fight there there's going to be this thing and they give you like a side quest they give you like a side quest oh we gotta save this guy so it's like i didn't even touch that area yet because it's like an extra entire realm that the game just gives you for post-game like the the first one had like what two or three of them didn't it like the fire the poison and then oh gosh you're right in this one also i haven't even touched it this one has muspelheim has surter's challenges which is like the lava world there's a Mm -hmm. challenge thing there and i'm not sure but i think seth told me it's a fucking boss rush which oh. is awesome because these games never – these kind of games never let you just fight bosses because they would rather you play the whole game again. But sometimes well, you just – this game doesn't just let you fight the boss either. They have to have their little cinematics and push this button to dodge this in the cinematic and then – I don't know, man. Mid, I it's mean, like midway could, through the fight and shit. But you <laughs> could the say that. One. But you, you, I mean, you can say that, but those are more just like accents. Those are like visual accents between the fight, though. Yeah, but look at like the first fight of the first game. Like you're, you're like, yeah, they're visual accents. You fight him, you stop like three or four times in that fight instead of just like once the fight starts, you fight him. Yeah. Well, that one's extreme. That one's, that fight's (laughs) pretty fucking extreme. (laughs) But in this game, that rarely <laughs> happens, and usually when it does, it's to separate like a boss phase. Okay. So like, um, that's that, so yeah. that I'm fine with. I think if it's like a phase thing, like you know, what I mean, that makes sense to have a cinematic, yeah, like upgrades. You know, yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, so yeah, I mean, and so yeah, so there's a whole challenge realm I gotta do. There's a whole another realm I gotta do. They've put new things in the world for me to go do. It's great. Um. I thought it was going to be a super bummer ass game, but I will say that it it's not like it doesn't end and you're just like depressed. Like it's not like an ultimate bummer because I was kind of like, oh, no, they're going to kill everybody and everyone's going to die. And cr-. But then I got to the end and I'm like, oh, OK, you know, I mean, a little bittersweet, but it was really well done. Good ending, which we'll see next nerds because the next two games I'm going to play are depressing Next three games, I'm going to play are depressing as shit. I'll, talk, I'll <laughs> tell you what I'm going to play next in a minute. Um, so, yeah. So, if I score this game, 
it's definitely at least a nine. And I think I don't think I can give anything more than like a nine. This is the most quadruple A of games that games can be. You know, like it looks amazing. It plays. It has all the money. Like you kind of expect some things, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So it looks amazing. It plays amazing. It performs amazing. Like it's the frame rate and the visuals. Like I said before last time, I fought this fucking thing. I fought a Nidhogg and it's not even so much that the boss fight was so crazy because it was just like a giant monster that did some portal stuff. But while I was fighting it, it was it was the most impressive net like next gen gaming shit I've seen. Like the way it was like opening portals and how crisp and clean it looked. I think graphically, like how that how that monster, how they ended up designing and executing the monster, it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. It was really, really, really amazing. Um but yeah. So I guess uh if you don't mind me asking questions, yeah. sorry. Um, oh, I um wondered how much the like combat is there any major changes with the combat or is it still kind of the same feel does it feel the same cuz I love um, I think that's one of the biggest like things for me with the first game was how great the combat system was yeah, I felt like the mechanics incredible. of it were just like great so combat is very similar. It's it's this is an extension. It, I I wouldn't even really call it like a sequel. It's an extension of the game, but obviously it does grow and get better. It gets bigger. Mm-hmm. It gets. I personally think he's you're a little faster. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think okay. Kratos is a tad bit faster. And also like traversal is really a lot better. Like when you're running and there's like a log in front of you and you have to press circle to get over it, or there's a thing to swing on and you have to press circle to swing. Uh, yeah. You can press that a lot sooner and like he just seamlessly like kind okay. of vaults over instead of feeling slow pace clunkiness. To yeah. Like, instead like, of okay. feeling like I'm running and then like jumping over the lock and I'm running and I'm swinging over the thing. Like you right. like once he's moving, it's almost like if you're sprinting or you're walking, it's almost like the animations are different. Like you can really took some frames out and actually made it happen faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot smoother to get around and shit. And it's okay. pretty fucking awesome. Um, is and our, is what is it? I just know him. Atreus. Okay. So he's a big element sorta in the first game. Has that advanced too? Yes. So in the first game, he's just your square button. He's your like companion. And then in this game, it's a companion button. So you, that the really, really neat thing about this game, and I won't spoil anything, is you get different companions. Like, not that you can, like, switch out and pick one, but throughout the game as the story changes, different people join you. Like, maybe sometimes Atreus oh, is off. Thing. Okay. Yeah, like, there's sometimes, <clears throat> like, Atreus is off doing something, so Kratos teams up with someone else. Or Atreus is somewhere, and, I mean, it's been... Two weeks, sorry guys, spoiler, you get to play as a trailer, Atreus in this game. So, so so bow combat or like actual melee combat with him? Both. Oh, you didn't know that? It's fucking sick. He's cool, dude. He has his bow. So he has his bow, he has bow skills, and he just can grab his you can just use his bow like it's a fucking stick and just beat the shit out of you with it. Okay. Well, I know he does like some attacks like in the first game where he like chokes, like, isn't, you know, I mean, like he uses yeah. it as a melee weapon. No, he's got I just didn't know if, combat. 
if yeah. you play as him, maybe they gave him a weapon. Like you told me that you get to play as him. Like I, yeah, I yeah. No, I he fucking uses his, <laughs> he uses his bow like a sword. He does fucking karate kicks. Like he fights like a motherfucker. He oh, fights just as nice. he's he's good. He's got his own skill tree, and depending, and that's the really fun part is you get some really fucking cool companions. It's fucking cool, man. You get some cool fucking people to hang out with, and it's a lot of fun. Um, question: Do you get the wolf? Mm-hmm. Do you get a wolf? No, as a companion. Damn it! Oh no, <laughs> that would be nice I like though. Man. I like and man. like, it sucks. I don't. I don't want to get into it because it's so awesome. But they redeemed the dog thing, and oh, nice. and it's they redeemed the dog thing. And all I'll say is that is they redeem it. You know, because I said like <laughs> the very beginning of the game, he has to put his dog down. They nice. redeemed that shit, and it is so fucking cool. It's like one of the coolest things ever. Like it's such, like I, if I could have, I'd be like, che- <laughs> I would have like cheering. You know, I'd be like, yeah, like the theater would be cheering, like fucking yeah, it's fucking great, man. Um, oh, yeah. so yeah, so and yeah, combat is good, man. Combat's, uh, but they haven't, but it's not really super changed. Um, that's fine. I think, like I said, yeah. I thought the combat was like honestly like the top tier and already one of the, the things I loved about the first game was how the mechanics were of it and it's just funny. all this. It just was great. It's funny. I didn't really like the combat, but I didn't play too much. I only played a couple hours. Yeah, but it it felt clunky to me. Like that's it. It is slow paced, like Gears of War feeling. Yeah, combat. you know what yeah. I mean. Like Gears of War is a shooter, but it's like slow for a shooter. <laughs> yeah and also like sometimes the heavy. camera's a bit good i said you definitely feel feel heavy like kratos has yes weight. yeah um and sometimes the camera can be a bit tight on you where like the, you get the enemy swarm you a lot in this game so like if there's three of them they're not taking turns to fight you like they're all going to fight you at the same time and atreus and mimir do a really good jobs of telling you like behind you you're left right flank like it actually helps sometimes it can tell you a little too early but they do help a lot but enemies will kind of like you do have to watch out behind you where you can't see sometimes a lot um but the first game knew that that was going to be an issue that's why you have that little waste thing you have like this you have like uh it looks like a fucking hula hoop that floats around you and it points in the direction of where attacks are coming And it changes color depending on. So you use that. You really need to be focusing on that to know where your attacks are coming from because something is always about to hit you from behind. Like something's always you always got to be ready to get to fight that shit. The reason I keep laughing is because I read an article, and I don't have a PlayStation, so I can't really comment on it. But I played this game. There was like an article talking about how PlayStation games need to stop. Like, like telling you stuff so much like they tell you how to find items how to do everything and i was laughing because i was like yeah artorius like is a dickhead about almost saying everything like hey idiot look over there (laughs) you know yeah but they said horizon does it too yeah yeah. well i yeah i even brought it up in my horizon uh thoughts i still have to beat that i should beat that um horizon's pretty bad because she will just she will just immediately tell you like your like, character yeah in horizon like oh, you'll be like you'll be doing a puzzle and she'll be like oh i should shoot a poison arrow at that and like you know you'll be fighting a boss monster and immediate she's like i think this is allergic to plasma and it's like oh, so why'd you tell me i mean i'll take the hint 
But um, but yeah. So this game does it to a bit where fucking not even they don't do it immediately. But like, let's say like there's a lot of those chests where there's like you have to find all the little hidden things to unlock the chest. And mm-hmm. like if you throw your axe at the wrong spot, Atreus will be like, I don't think that's the right way. So, you know, (laughs) or something that's actually helpful. Sometimes there's pathways or gates where you can't get through and like, you're like, how do I get through this? You're using your like fire shit. And he's like, we don't have the right tool. I don't think we have the right tools for that right now. So he'll like fucking tell you, but (laughs) sometimes it's annoying because sometimes you're just trying to figure out the puzzle and he's like, well, how about we try a different angle? And it's like, well, okay, I did find it. Now I just have to find the angle. So sometimes they'll kind of tell you, like, yeah, it's that, but, like, maybe do it from the side. Uh, not so bad. But, um, but yeah, so, yeah, it's it's, it's a nine. Um, I oh, think yeah. it's a, it's a high. It. I think it's a high nine. It may get even better. Um with more post-game content stuff that I'm going to experience. So, fuck yeah, dude. At this point, at this point, I know it may be like new toy, shiny toy, but which is, what would you consider the better of the two? Because of the hype that the first one got, I want to know. No, this game. The greatest game ever made, oh my god. No, this game, I think if of the two, I think of the two, I think they go together well, because I'm going to go back to the first one and, like, play it some more as well, Mm because I kind of do want to go back and, like, kind of complete that game and play all the side stuff, because with the first one, I really did a disservice to myself. I beat that game like this. I beat it in the first month it came out. Probably the first two weeks came out, and then I just never played it again. I just forgot to go back to it. Cause, so I look at my trophy list for the first game, and it is my trophy list is not very deep into the game because I just beat it, and then I just kept going with new shit. So this one I think I'm going to try to do as much as I can. If not, maybe go for the fucking Platinum because they don't make you – I don't think you have to play it on harder difficulties. I think they just want you to do everything the game has to offer. Um, so as long as they don't make me play it on super hard, I'll probably get to go for the platinum on this. Um, I think that they are comparable to each other for sure, but I think this game is better because Atreus is older and he's, so it's not like such like little fucking little baby time shit. And, is he got uh, like, I am Groot or, uh, like teenage Groot attitude the whole time. Not the whole time, but yeah, he's a teenager. So obviously he's like a little fucking asshole and he's like growing into his own. Um, he was an asshole the first one though. Yeah, he <laughs> he's not he's not bad. He does some dumb teenager shit, but he's not bad. Kratos is great. He is Wait, so... he gets caught masturbating? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> no, no. Um, Kratos is really great. They do like soften him more, like making him more of like a compassionate person. And yeah. It's it's his fucking character is so sad. It is so tragic and sad. Like he is like he like a few times in the game he goes to like he'll go to sleep. It's crazy that also in this game, like they show them like sometimes they like like let's go to sleep. And like or like they eat also, like let's eat. And like they all sit around the table and they eat together and they talk. It's really, really cool. Um, and not like how games are like, go to the bonfire and eat. Like, no, they have like cutscenes where like they're having dinner together and they're like talking at the dinner table and it's great. 
but like he goes to sleep sometimes and he dreams and like whatever spoilers you get to see his wife like he dreams of his wife from the first oh, game cool. so you get to see her and you get to see him and her interact and talk and shit and you just feel so bad for the fucking guy dude like he is so fucking sad but uh but it's really great they they do some really great character development on him and it's fucking awesome it fucking rocks i can't say enough good things about it so i just really need to think about what you know it how to how to put this up to something like elden ring like because they're both it's really a head-to-head like it's really like a fucking holyfield tyson fight because i don't know what i just my feel like year is. i feel like the difference will or what each of them does better will be story versus combat and gameplay. You know what I mean? I don't know if any game will beat Elden Ring in terms of pure controls, but that's just me. I love uh, From Software. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like Souls games. Yeah. Because um, I'll say combat and controls 100% goes to God of War, but we like Souls combat, and that's a different kind of combat, and also that you can be a mage, and you can be a this, and the freedom and the the ability to do whatever the fuck you want is also like a huge plus. That's the thing with Elden Ring is you can do you can do whatever you want. It gives you so that's the thing is like this is such a condensed. Dude. Remind me when I get to my week because I've been playing Elden Ring again. I'm doing some funny stuff. Well, not funny. I'm just okay. doing stuff that I can't believe I didn't know I could do. Okay. Alrighty. Um. Sorry. I just, uh, a couple more game things. Yeah, I also good, did. Man. I also did play and beat out of nowhere. Bright Memory Infinite. Bright Memory Infinite is something we saw at E3 last year. It is a graphically intensive first person shooter it's only about two hours long it is uh it's like uh it's a first person shooter it takes place in like china and you fight like army dudes and like like ancient chinese warriors and it's got like first person shooter and melee combat so it's got like melee combat parries and it's got first person shit it is do not pay more than fifteen dollars for it or ten dollars. It's only a two-hour game, but it's a, it's really cool for what it is. For what it is, it's fucking awesome. It looks really cool. It's got cool ideas. You got cool melee attacks, cool weapons. Um, it's stupid. You know, it's like I almost feel bad for people who make games like this because it'll never get any respect because it's two hours long, and it very much feels like an old 360 PS3 era game. I really like it. I'm again looking for more first person games. I like first person shooters, but I like single player first person shooters. As I told you last week, right after we ended the podcast, I went and bought the whole Crisis Trilogy Remastered Trilogy. So, because yeah. I, I think those games are cool. I remember playing some of the first two, and Great. yeah, man, like yeah. if you can give me some good <laughs> first person shooter stuff, uh, I can't really fuck with Call of Duty campaigns because I don't know why the guns don't feel good. Good well, to James, me in Call of Duty. James uh has something he's gonna be playing that's a single player first person shooter, so that's funny. Uh that'll be Sick. another suggestion for you. Nice. Um so yeah, Bright Memory Infinite, fine. Out of ten, it's a five. I mean, I feel bad saying that, but it's I mean, maybe a six. For what it is, it's fun. It doesn't even deserve to be rated. It's just a two hour fucking game. If you can get it for ten bucks or less, maybe don't even get it. 
Uh, it's fucking just a fucking <laughs> game. Who gives a shit? Uh, I was going to get Evil West and Gungrave. Those two games came out yesterday. I'm going to wait on those right now because they're full price and they're like, I don't know. I just have other shit to play right now. Also, Gungrave Gore is on Game Pass. So I might just play it on there. Uh, another one is I was thinking of thinking of picking up Wolfenstein Alt History uh, Edition. Have you played the new Wolfensteins at all, James? I have. No, I haven't. Have you played them, Aaron? You played them? Yeah, I played New Blood and Old Blood at some point. I didn't beat either of them, but they're fun. Maybe. Yeah, Seth was telling me he played them and they're fun. So, like, the Alt History Collection, which is the new blood the old blood the wait whatever the first new order the old blood new colossus which is part two and then like the fucking co-op game whatever all four of them for like ten dollars or some shit it's like 11.99 for like all of them so i was thinking of picking that up just to have more for like i like first person shooter shit that's like single player so i was thinking of picking those up just to have them but I don't think I'll have time anytime soon to play them because next games on the list are. So tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day, I don't work. I'm going to start Plague Tale Innocence. So here's about 15 hours and I hear it's good. And Is that I the want rack some game. That's the rack game. Yeah, okay, it's the stealth okay. rack game. So it got a recent PS5 update this year. So I'm going to go ahead and play that. Because I was going to go into my next game I'm going to play is I'm going to do it. I'm going to play The Last of Us. I went and picked up The Last of Us Part 1, so I bought the remake. I bought the big fancy remake. But I didn't want to go immediately from God of War immediately to The Last of Us. So I'm going to break it up with Plague Tale. I assume I'm going to beat it. It's 15 hours. If Unless I really don't like it, I still think I should be able to beat it. So we're going to play it. Plague Tale Innocence tomorrow. Uh, and then I'm going to start The Last of Us, part one. And then I'll probably take a little break and play it. I'll probably play something else. And then what I'm really looking forward to is The Last of Us, part two. I really want to play that. I don't really give a fuck about the story, but I've seen what it looks like. I've still seen so little of that game, but I saw like a five second clip the other day of her picking up a rope and like you have to tie a rope around something. And, uh, I couldn't believe my eyes with the fucking physics of the rope physics. I was like, this looks fucking ridiculous. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Last of Us 2 is because I, I don't really even know what that game looks like. Uh, but I think it looks good. And I think that's it. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I'm excited to play through God of War at some point. I just uh, need to give myself the time to do it, you know? And yeah. then I'll pick up um, Ragnarok as well. I might try and pick I it up. I wasn't. But, oh, good. Oh, sorry. No, no, you're I was good. just going to say, I wasn't as blown away with the story as I think as a lot of people were. But I do think the fighting mechanics are really great. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah. their interaction is really good. I just, I don't think like the, I don't know, like everything I was hearing was people praising the story a lot. And I think mostly it's just like they fell in love with the like interaction stuff of it. Yeah, but I don't think like the story is all that like extensive and like there's not really that much to it to me. Yeah, but, yeah. Even in know. this one, it's not that it's this deep 
incredibly nuanced story. It's kind of just like a fucking adventure thing, and there's a bad guy, mm-hmm. and they fight the bad guy. It's it is more it is the it is the writing around the characters, and how good it is. Like the relationship between Kratos and Atreus, like really is awesome. Like it's fucking nuts, man. It's nuts how much they can make you give a shit, and, and like, uh, it's great. I don't know. I'll keep talking about it. I'll, let me stop. <laughs> There's so much I want to say, but I just can't because I don't want to spoil shit. Yeah. yeah, give it another couple weeks or whatever, and then you mm-hmm. can talk. We, you know, maybe we can have Seth on when he beats it, and you guys can go full spoilers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Well, I'll go quick. Or actually, James, if you want to go, you can go. I always go first, but and then it's always say quick, and it's not usually quick. I, mean, so. I can. Mine shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I see what you. Uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts on uh, what you did. So. Okay. Um, gaming wise, I haven't really done anything gaming wise. I've been playing New World. Like I'm just addicted to playing New World. I'm addicted to leveling up high enough to do new dungeons, find new dungeons. Um, I've been in the new location, Brimstone, at uh, Brimstone, right? Something like that. Uh, the desert, sands, the Egyptian right? area. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really fun. I'm liking like it. It feels like um. A little more like extensive than all the other locations you're kind of in them short and like in and out and onto the next area to level up you know um but i'm liking it it's harder like it feels good to have a little bit of a challenge and uh test the build you know to see if it's up to par and stuff so that's it's been fun definitely harder too like it's a noticeable jump you're you're like molly whopping everything and then you get in there and then they just shit on you and you're like oh oh there's danger yeah, you, you will see if your build's actually like good as soon as you get in there and honest like i like in all fairness to you like a tank build's just hard to be strong anyway like it's just if you want to be like committed to being a tank all the time it's just like you'll be fighting yeah. an enemy for like three hours <laughs> yeah <I> don't, it's <laughs> funny i was getting fucked up right and i'm like god damn this guy hits hard and then james came and fucking like three shot at it i was getting the floor <laughs> wiped with me but then we go in a dungeon and like you know i can just sit and block and you know i'll survive you know most shit but yeah it is pretty funny it was yeah. embarrassing it's <laughs> I've been having a lot of fun. I've been running dungeons with randoms and like started feeling like real good the other day because I was in a level 60 plus dungeon and like actually like got us through the last fight and stuff and like felt really good. I was last man alive. I clutched it like against the last boss, everything. Like it just felt really good to know like my build's actually going somewhere. And it's not like a game that has. Like some MMOs can be overwhelming with the build mechanics, like and getting the right pieces of armor and blah 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 blah. Like in this, I feel like I can have a good build and see that it is good without having to like have every exact armor piece and blah blah blah. Like I can make it better, obviously, but those other games, like it feels like you're you're just shit unless you do have every single piece of the perfect build that people have put on YouTube and you know what I mean? Um, it can be a little disheartening to, you know, join other random people in a dungeon and realize that you're just not really good at building a character. <laughs> but this, I don't feel that I feel good. Um, feeling strong. I actually had somebody tell me thanks for the carry in the dungeon. It was super cool. 
Um, but yeah, New World's great. Join us, Themyscira. We got a crew, a fun crew. So looking for more. It is you. It is pretty amazing how much it's come along. It still lacks a little bit for me, only in terms of like. I don't want to say depth, but I do want to say depth. Once you get into the dungeons, it does get a lot more like structured and, and you have to do things right. Especially, I still haven't done the last one or the last story dungeon, I think that is, right? Um, mm-hmm. I haven't finished it because, oh, man, we tried... Well, before for, Brimstone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We tried for a while and it was fucking tough. Um, and we had this well, like... I've ran it a lot and... I've only, I think, completed it like three times. Yeah. It's, it's just hard. It's, it's really hard. That is, <laughs> and I was getting really frustrated, but it was just because it was late. I was getting pissy because I was a tired baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a child. I needed to go to bed. But it was just more like some of it just felt too timing specific for, you know, whatever. But that's kind of what makes it hard, you know? Um, yeah. But I don't know. There's something... I don't know how to describe it, but um, it does lack maybe the feeling of like being a, a holistic world. Um, but I think Brimstone Sands definitely feels better. And they've added a lot of stuff. So I'm still probably kind of um, sticking to or, you know, thinking about it like what I ex- what I experienced before. Um, I'd have to go run through it again. I should probably, you know, maybe do a leveling run of, you know, the entire game to to say before I say that. You know what I mean? Sorry, that was a long way of saying I don't know if uh, how much they've added to most of the world, but what right. what I've seen when I went to zones that I had experienced before, they've really done a good job. That that's kind of what I'm getting at. It's not 100% there, but it, it it's definitely getting better. And I'm actually shocked because Amazon has generally uh, canceled games like before they fix them. You know what I mean? Like they've not released anything right. other than New World. Well, what they've released, they've either canceled or moved back to beta and then canceled. So it is surprising, but I'm glad that they've got a good team working on it because it it's getting leaps and bounds better. And it's a lot of fun with friends. Um, I just... Oh, yeah fell off because i'll tell you about what i've been doing after you're done <laughs> yeah um but yeah i th- i think there's a lot of good like i'm discovering the like world boss like beasts to fight like a giant scorpion thing that took like 20 of us to take down um and there's just like the world dungeons and then actual dungeons i don't know i'm enjoying it i needed an mmo i've like wanted one and this is a like a good one for me to like I've been saying get the mouse and keyboard stuff down. So it's been cool, um, but that's it for gaming wise because like I said, I've just been addicted to it and like grinding, trying to get my gear up. So it's funny I um, see you on it all the time, and I'm like, oh, he's got it bad. <laughs> they got their hooks <laughs> in him, but it's good because you have been saying for months, you know what I mean, that you've right. wanted an MMO. I'm very mm-hmm. like off and on with games because I just end up playing, you know, FromSoft games over and over. Like I can't stop. Um, but it's it's nice. Uh, I'm glad you've got um, something, and you've got you know you've got people to play with. Like because 
I always feel responsible, not responsible, but like, you know, when I'm like, hey, come play a game with me. And then I bounce off of it or like I, you know, fall away for a week. And then you're like, fuck, dude, like I came to this game, you know, this was one of them. Yeah, this was one of them originally. Yeah, because I was I put 99 hours into it. And then I was like, you should get it. And then I fucking stopped like me and Justin are going to start playing it again. And then I (laughs) played one night and then I was like, yeah, no, we're kind of over it. Like the whole time we were playing, you guys were kind of just like. Man, I don't really. This is kind of. I was like, oh shit! Yeah, like, uh, again. <laughs> Nobody wants to play with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's um, funny. You I say did you, buy. Um, uh, real quick, you say you like you only play FromSoft games. I thought I got rid of my Sekudo, and the <laughs> other day I'm like, oh look at the Sekudo steel steel book of, that I have. Thank God it's empty and there's nothing in there because I definitely never want to play that game again. And I open it and I have that fucking game. And then <laughs> immediately I'm like, oh, no, I should install it. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I, I really wish I didn't have it because now the urge of the the fact that there is a FromSoft game I've never beaten and it's just there. It really bothers me. And I'm like, oh. so I'm just wondering when that's when that's going to happen. When am I going to beat my head against that game again? Ugh, many ways. That's really funny. <laughs> Fuck that game. You should do it. You should do it. Seven Sword Ashina. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's um, bad. I did buy uh, a package deal on uh, Steam of uh, the re- the first and second game remastered and uh, of, uh, yeah, why is my brain farting? What game? Aaron, what is it? Oh, Bioshock. Uh, uh, That's the game I was saying. Uh, oh, Jesse. Bioshock. Yeah, yeah. Nice, yeah, yeah. So I bought the remaster. Well, it came with the originals of one and two, the remasters of one and two, and then uh, in- what's the third? The in- Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those I'm are supposed to be some of the best out. games ever. Those are that Bioshock is supposed to be one of the greatest games of all time. But like, I've I've, I've wanted to play Infinite a little bit, but like an same hour. here. <laughs> yeah, I played about an hour or two of Infinite because it was free on PlayStation Plus, like back on PS3, and it was like really bright and looked really cool. I don't know why I've never. I I just don't. I can't get by. I can't get behind the the era and the music and like the old timey rare. See, like, like I don't I like that I, shit. I hate it's very that Fallout. Shit. I love that's it. the that's the, that's the reason I've never <laughs> played a Fallout game because I hate that time period and that whole like kind of americana era but they just use it as a skin but then like use like i guess it's very steampunky so if you can yeah if you can't like tolerate the steampunk my wife hates steampunk more than anything in the world like we when we (laughs) went to the ren fair one time and it was steampunk day and she was so mad Oh, and I don't mean like, like clocks and pipes. Yeah. And shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that shit's stupid, dude. I can't stand it. I don't it mean either. it though. Like it is steampunk. No, I, mean, like, I agree. It's that aesthetic. I it's actually, like, I'm with yeah. you. I like it. Like it's, it gives it. It's. You obviously don't want to play too many games in that style because it does get old. But like for Fallout, when you get into it, you're like, oh, I'm home. Like this is Fallout. I'm back. You know, like oh, it. Yeah, it feels good. I'm with you. Bioshock right, so one I did though. Watch some stuff. Uh, bunch of, what was that? I was gonna say Bioshock one is great. It's really good. Two is good, but see, I've heard they fall more in the horror element yes. than the, than uh, Infinite. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and 
the one really more than any of them because the re- like two is more gamey you know like it, it feels more like another game in a series one mm-hmm. is fucking special it may not hit as hard now you know what i mean just because it's well, they're remastered. I think oh, they look yeah. pretty good. I just mean it may not hit. You know, we, you might have seen something similar to it before. Nothing. Oh, okay. Because okay. that's yeah. the. You thing don't know about... any spoiler. Nope. Oh, good. I then, just know there's a big uh, scuba suit guy. I know there's a little girl, and I know you're. Oh, not dude, try to maintain that because I know the big spoiler for the first oh, game, and that's also it. why I haven't <laughs> fucked with the yeah. game because I'm like, well, I know what happens, and people tell me like, dude that doesn't mean shit like still play it it's one of the greatest games ever but i feel like it's gonna affect me but you don't know anything then fucking play it and do yes. not look anything story up. wise <laughs> do like you're really good at that james i will say like you didn't know anything going into god of war like yeah you've nope. you're you're pretty good at staying pure uh if i hear stuff that it's a game that i plan to play down the road i like just completely purposely like push it out and never think twice about mm-hmm. it i try not to have a thought about it i don't like even if I did hear stuff about God of War, I would never have remembered because I don't, I don't give it a second thought if I know there's something I may play or anything like that. But like Bioshock, like I, like I said, I know what I just told you. I just know there's a guy in a big scuba suit with like a drill hand and a yeah, girl. big daddy. <laughs> um, yeah, I try to yeah, do that big too. daddy, little sister, or something like that, right? Yeah, like if I ever see right. or read something or like I try to like click away from the screen and then i tried to like not think about it i tried not i try not even to think like oh no i have to i have to not think about the fact that i just read this like would I try you to say just ignore it you try to don't speak it don't say it <laughs> the bye-bye yeah bye-bye. i try to just <laughs> hope that it goes away and you know it can sometimes work sometimes no yeah and sometimes I mean, if you if it's long enough away then you don't remember it until you re- like you're about to hit that part like oh wait i remember hearing something about this yeah, that's happened to me where I'm like, wait a minute, I know this. Mm. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um. Except so I watched three movies. Um. I've been watching, you know, random shows. I think, uh, what's it called? Um, the one with Linda, Linda Hamilton, Cardinelli, uh, Dead to Me. Car- Cardin- yeah, that's how he's. Yeah, Dead to Me, Dead to Me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We started that up again because there's a new season, but you know, nobody cares about that shit. Anyway, movie stuff. Um, so me and the Boon Yang boys, we wanted to complete the set and we decided to watch All Hallows Eve, which is supposed to be Art the Clown of Terrifier 1 and 2. It's supposed to be his first appearance. Um, it was, it was, it was just not as good. Like, ter- it made me appreciate Terrifier and Terrifier 2 a lot more. Um, they have a different actor for art who still does a good job, but he's not as good as like the new guy they got. Um, that's in Terrifier and Terrifier Two. Uh, does it even work? Because I figure that it would you would need that guy's face. Um, like his nose. You can tell teeth. it's somebody else, but he's good at doing mannerisms and stuff like Art does in the mm-hmm. other ones too. So like, okay, it's yeah. I mean, it's. Like you can tell, but it doesn't like kill the character because it is like a mask and he does have like a long nosy looking, you know, you can tell it's not really a face. Right. So, um, but yeah, so like it's, it's kind of like, it seemed like it was meant to be kind of an anthology within like a movie, but not really like these kids, 
and the babysitter watch like this VHS and it's got like very disturbing scenes and art like appears and ends up being in like all the like scenes. They're not really like individual movies cause it's all in one VHS, but it's like scenes, you know? And it's just, I don't know. It was kind of boring. The art stuff towards the end when he's like actually part of it a little bit more was a lot more terrifier esque, but it didn't like have like they tried to do an anthology, but it just wasn't well. And so it kind of dampened the movie overall for me. Um, as far as like, I don't even know if I could score it. I think I'm like maybe like a four or five or something on that one. Okay. Terrifier and Terrifier 2 way better. Um, and actually the further away from those I am, the more I've like, like them. So just for what they are, I don't know. I it's think they interesting do what be- they're trying to do. It's interesting because of how much I couldn't get through Terrifier. And I, I went in like, oh, I, this is supposed to be one of them things that's like kind of cool or I don't know, whatever, you know, like people are like, it's I did crazy. watch with friends though. So we're uh, like interacting about everything. Like maybe that brings it, you know, that helps. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point, especially in a horror movie. There is something about watching a horror movie with friends. It does change the flavor of it, right? Like, especially yeah. something like a terrifier, which is like kind of gore heavy and like more <laughs> funny than anything. Um it's it's better with friends. I've come to realize I probably shouldn't watch a movie like this in theaters either because I've noticed I'm really starting to laugh a lot when bad shit's happening. Oh, dude, I laugh oh, every fun. time something horrible happens yeah. and I listen to people be like, what the fuck? Like, especially because I'm also the guy that'll tell you to shut the fuck up. So I just like know people are like, uh, oh, yeah. boy, he's a fucking psycho. He's going to kill us. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, definitely watch Terrifier and Terrifier 2 before this. Um, the, the, so uh, Boone noticed that there was a trailer for a second one, like All Hallows Eve 2, that didn't appear to have art in it. And it was felt it looked like it was like more anthology esque. So it seems like that was the plan with this was to be an anthology. And then like art kind of maybe was like the character that got the attention. They're like, you know what? We should just make a movie about this guy. And that kind of spawned from it. So the the trailer looked real bad for All Hallows Eve 2, so I don't think we'll be continuing with that saga anytime soon. <laughs> um, all right, so I also watched, um, with all the Witcher hype, I, for, I like thought back. I was like, man, there's that animated movie on Netflix I've been really wanting to watch. So I watched uh, The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, finally. Um, man. It's great. Yeah, I heard it's, it's really, really good. good. Animation's real good. Nice. Uh, it reminded me of like the Castlevania series on there. So I definitely recommend it. Um, it it's basically Vesemir like younger when he's like in his prime. And it's yeah, cause, super cool because he's a badass. I heard it was like <laughs> the wolf school. Like it was what the school we haven't seen in the game, right? Isn't that? No. Wasn't there a school we didn't see in the game or we haven't seen in the like in the lore in some way. That's what I heard or whatever, but no, this is, it's still, um, uh, I don't know how to say the castle name more, uh, whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. It's still that castle. It's still Vesemir. It's like when he, it's, it cuts in between like him as like in his late twenties, maybe. Um, and when he was a kid, like me, first time he saw like a witcher and, 
trying to join and stuff and going through the trials and then getting the, the serum and going through that and seeing the actual survival rate of all of it. So you like, you see the process of becoming a witcher and how nobody really survives. And then it also is like going through a storyline of him in like his twenties or so. And the first, like when the castle gets destroyed, like you get to see, why it's oh, that's fucking cool. Witcher 3. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Like when they get attacked by like like human wizards and shit and like they are like seen as like needing to be eliminated completely. Yeah. Um, so you see why they're like Geralt's is in it um but not like he's just they just say his name like at the end of the show. But you can you obviously know that when these new kids come in and Vesemir's like in his like late twenties, you're like, Geralt's gotta be one of these, right? And you know, spoilers, he is. Um <clears throat> it's nice that he's not like the plot point at all. It's a hundred percent Vesemir story. It's really good. Um but it's cool that like you get to see like why there's only like Geralt's one of the last witchers and why Vesemir's like the head of the school now at the, or you know, the the head of them at this point and stuff like that. Like it's really it's really cool. I definitely recommend it. I don't think it was too long. I think it was like an hour and twenty something minutes, maybe. Um right. and like I said, animation's great. I would give it like a I'm going to give it a nine because after talking about it right now, it made me love it more. So nice. <laughs> it's funny because Netflix is so hit or miss with their uh, animated stuff. Cause like Castlevania fucking awesome. Witcher sounds like it's great, you know? And then you watch like fucking Arcane, Dragon's Dogma. Amazing. Arcane. Oh God, Dragon's Dogma. Arcane, I mean, we got, fucking... I got to give it the actual chance to dragon's dogma but it's probably not good i gave it a chance i tried i really did and it's how could we not how could we not like that show it's weird i don't know but i'm gonna uh, watch it again tonight arcane (laughs) is like special like that's the next week review of dragon's dogma Actually, Jesse, they you also should did watch the, They did the cyberpunk one, and it's incredible. Yeah, I've heard really good things about that. I haven't watched it yet. It's um, great. Cyberpunk it's, is fucking great. You should watch it. It's its own single story, one season yeah. thing. Watch it. Oh, really? Like, it's not, they're not doing it's one. No, it's awesome. just a, yeah. Still. Like I said, dude, I, I watched it before. Like, when it first, first dropped, I watched the first two or three episodes. And I even I said, I was like, this is the best anime anything I've seen in years. And I don't watch anime. Like I see it every now and then, but it's the most. It's like the best shit. And I've seen people say Dude, that. You like, gotta it's finish the best anime. You gotta finish Castlevania though. That shit is amazing. Yeah. You do that. Too, I start. Right? I, I started watching it. Again. Wait, you haven't finished watching... it, James? I'm in season two. Oh, dude, it's so good. I started it again the other day. I watched the first two episodes again, and they were so good that I just I restarted the first episode again. So I've seen the first episode like fucking five times. It's just so good, it man. Really good. It it's so good. so good. Like when his fucking face is in the fire, and he's like angry at the people, and he's like, "You killed my fucking wife." Fucking yeah. Give, give me one year, you sons of bitches. Yeah, I've seen the first episode like three times in the last two weeks. <laughs> 
I'm just afraid of watching it, man. I know that later it's like Alucard. Well, Alucard shows up in the first episode, but I know like later it's all of the shit, and they're even making a, they're making a Richter season right now. Yeah, it's gonna but, be oh, fucking amazing too. It's gonna be crazy, yeah. man. <laughs> Dude, you know what I was just thinking? Yeah. Like, man, they should make a Dark Souls one. I'm like, nah. They the no. only one they should make if they ever do anything from is Bloodborne. It is the perfect thing for like that kind of animated series because there's too much inside of dark souls lore you know or Sekiro. Ooh, Sekiro would actually be good too because there's a lot sir. yeah there he's a specific character that's true because bloodborne you make your own guy i didn't even think yeah. about that that's a re- very good point <laughs> hell yeah uh but yeah definitely check that out witcher uh nightmare of the wolf it's been out a while so a lot of people probably have already seen it but yeah um, and lastly, I did finally go see Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, I won't dive into 2D because I know Aaron did last episode. Uh, basically, I will say that I think all the acting and characters were really done well. Um, they were great. Um, I loved how they handled um, the Chadwick Boseman stuff. I love like kind of how they did the Marvel thing at the beginning, but kept it like silent yeah and gave it a moment of silent but it was just all stuff from him in the series um yeah it was really done well mm-hmm. um i i think the chadwick boseman and t'challa stuff overshadows the main plot of the movie overall and makes you not care as much about it because of how like um his death like actually pulls at the heart strings a little better and way better than the plot. So <clears throat> I will say like Namor is a really, really great um, villain and like they do that. It's, it's cook. It's, it is Marvel cookie cutter shit. Like they did the thing where you, you, you kind of like, man, this guy could maybe not be bad because I don't really think his, you know, he's wrong. Um, but again, it's been done. Um, so I think that made it not as like powerful. I and think, like I said, I think all the stuff with T'Challa was done so well and so um, heavy and just pulled my emotions in more with that, that I didn't care about the plot as much. I was going to say, I think, uh, Black Panther does that side of it, like the understandable villain, better than any of the other Marvel stuff, though. I will say both of them, because yes, obviously yes. Killmonger was oh, great, and I think uh, Namor is like a continuation of that same level of like, damn, he's actually like kind of right, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, well, they do the the Thanos thing where they're like, you like, yeah, he's right. Only they make actually make you care too. Like, yeah, we know yeah, yeah. Thanos is bad. We get his point is actually like kind of fair. But like with Namor and Killmonger, you're like, oh, yeah, like, get it. We we're on your side. Like at points in this movie again, I was like, are we on the wrong side? Because I'm kind of team Namor right now a lot. And Shuri is going down like kind of seemingly a dark path and you're kind of like wait what's going on in this movie and but how <laughs> so sorry like, that i spoiled it for you but how good was it when killmonger showed up like and he's like what's up uh, cuz 
it was he it just made me want him as a, a, an alive main character yeah like that's I agree. all it does like i want him like michael b jordan is so damn good at that character yeah he stole the show again like when he was like as soon as he is in the scene he just completely owns it i don't give a shit about what's going on just him being that character is so cool he's especially just so good at it. especially with the outfit they gave him too like he just looks awesome yeah <laughs> he does <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah i will say i think all the acting was just absolutely incredible in my opinion like i thought uh, the, chick- the mom was incredible like, absolutely incredible. she was better she, in this than in the last you know movie i don't know she just okay. had something so regal about her like she just held herself in a way that really fit being the queen of you know uh a nation and i thought oh, she owned the shit out of that <laughs> i don't know her name and i feel bad about saying that but the girl who plays shuri i thought there's no way they're going to be able to have her hold a whole movie because you know she was just kind of like a comic relief before but man right. she really did a good job she does and for like the fact that she was the character she was in the last movie and just completely different in this movie but like actually still even at times showed moments where you see the old shuri in there you're like man she can act like it was just so good um with all that said though like the acting outshines the plot like a thousand percent. Um, I just found myself not like overly giving a shit about what happens with the plot, but just the characters. Yeah, and I'll I say that kind of doesn't really make sense a hundred percent because the characters are part of that. But I'm with you I, there. It's the stakes. Okay. I don't think the stakes felt real, right? Like you don't care about Wakanda. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, you care <laughs> you about the because, characters like, even in the first movie you, you just like Wakanda's kind of like the bad guy like y'all are like staying to yourself and not helping the world yeah like, what the hell <laughs> yeah it's true yeah. and you can it, yeah they and they play that well you know like it they don't avoid it they don't like shy away from it they don't try to well I guess they do try to make us care but they do address it at least, you know, it is something they right. talk about where like, especially Killmonger's like, where the fuck were you guys? <laughs> you know, when right. I, you know, people from Wakanda and the world were like in insane <laughs> trouble, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I, I, um... I agree. It's, it's weird. Cause it's like I said, you kind of should like it more than you do. Right. You're like, everything is yes. good, but for some reason it's not hitting. It, that yeah that's why i'm kind of like lost for like i think when i left the movies like as bad as it sounds because we always say it i feel like i was like at like a seven five with it but then like i talk about the characters and i want to give them like a nine and so if not more and it makes it really hard to score i'm gonna stay at a seven five because i do think that like in like my gut feeling is that's what the movie Mm -hmm. is yeah um Maybe even seven, just because, like I said, this you really like, and like you just said, you just you just don't really care. Like when the movie's over and everything like that. Besides the stuff you get from the characters, you just don't really care about what actually happened in the movie itself. You just cared about like the characters and their development and stuff like that. That was the best part of the movie, and I 
that still sounds weird, but if once you see it, I think you'll understand if people haven't seen it, you'll understand what we're saying. It is, it's a weird feeling. It's, it's still definitely the best Marvel shit we've gotten. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a hot minute. And I say that um, even loving <clears throat> Dr. Strange too. And I love Dr. Strange too for reasons that had nothing to do with like Marvel, <laughs> you know, like I right, specifically right. loved it as like a movie by Sam Raimi. Um, right. And that is its yeah. problem. So. <laughs> uh, I which I that's what was actually like the problem for me is that it just felt too much of a Sam Raimi, not Doctor Strange movie. <clears throat> so yeah, I uh, I'm gonna stay at a seven five. I think it's fair. Um, I do I do think people should see it in theaters. I think it's worth the money to go see it. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll end there. That's it. Cool. Um, I would like to ask you, uh, A, how weird was it that the girl in the beginning never showed up again, that scientist? Because that's like an actress that is of some renown. Like, she's been in, like, TV shows and shit that, you know, she's a recognizable face. And then they just literally are like, nope, she's gone. I don't know if they, like, are saying she's dead or what, but the scientist... Yeah, I already for I don't even remember her. <laughs> That's funny. Um that and what did you think of um what did you think of Riri Williams? Oh, I loved her character. Yeah. I oh so I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. So they Ironheart's super cool. The suit is cool in its own way. It I like Iron bad. Man's design, so I it it's not as cool as Iron Man's suit, but it's still cool for what it is. All the little parallels they added without straight up saying was awesome. Yeah. Like showing her working on the suit was parallel to Iron Man the in the like all Iron Man one stuff. Only Iron Man one movie stuff. Um her flying up high and like passing out and her like suit shutting down yep. when she had that one her he did the same shit. Mm-hmm. Like there was just like multiple parallels between Iron Man one and her first appearance, which I thought was super tasteful, really great. I know it doesn't follow kind of what goes on in the comics, but I'm super excited because I love Iron Man as lame as it is. I guess I like the rich guy with the, the gadgets the most again, uh, Iron Man's like super awesome. And I love Iron Man and I'm super happy that Iron Heart's in it. I can't wait to see how her character develops and like adds like a different, you know, element to everything. Um, and I like how she almost like took on the role of, she kind of like kept Shuri from the first movie alive in this movie as she was like at times the Shuri, like, you know, like the smart, yeah, that, like, that's kind a good, of comical relief. That's a good way to put it, actually. Like, yeah, because we didn't have Shuri, and she kind of brought that same energy. And I like them together, actually. I like that they kind of got right, along that's so that's what well. I was going to say. She brought it out of Shuri again, like her old self, too. Like, And then you also got, like, her and um, the, the two of them reminded me of Shuri and um t'challa in the first movie like Mm -hmm. their handshakes like their interactions so it was really cool how they kind of like made that a new thing with those two and i hope there is future interaction between them because it was really great 
Yeah, I really like them together, and I'm glad. I think Ironheart's going to be a series, right? So I hope we see Shuri yes. in there, because um, I think it's yeah they they are they were they were awesome to watch together, and I actually really liked um, the the Shuri and oh my god Okoye stuff, like their relationship. Yes, and, man, her her whole like She's arc. Yeah, and her whole arc was so kind of like sad and. I don't know, yeah. you know, like she, she did a really good job. Uh, I will like, say, I thought her suit in particular oh it was lame as shit, <laughs> was and horrible. I hate that they made it fly, <laughs> dude. Yeah, she's it was, such a badass without a suit. It's like such a disservice to make her that way. It's like Jesse when you see it, it's fucking bad. Like it's bad. <laughs> it's it's really bad. Like. I believe it. Super ugly. It's well, I badass. Blue. I saw the, show up. the Ironheart suit, and it's kind of silly looking. No, dude, but it's fine. They give Okoye and another chick these blue, like bright powder blue. It's so weird. I'm like, why would they? Why, why would they be, not red? Why were they not red? That's their fucking <laughs> uniforms. Like what? <laughs> it yes. doesn't make sense. I saw it, and I was like, am I supposed to like this? Like. Is this supposed to be cool? Because it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not. It is not. It's real it's bad. It's terrible design. Yeah. It looked bad. And again, she's such a badass without a suit. Yes. And then you're going to give her a suit and like make her like I I would get giving her like a Black Panther style suit that enhances her a little bit. But don't make it fly. Like let her still use her spear. Like have her still do the thing she does that makes her so badass yeah. already. Yeah. It was suit. Those were the bad. worst part of the whole thing for me. Was seeing those suits. I was like, these make me embarrassed. <laughs> like to be they're, watching they're, this. They're ugly. <laughs> they're <laughs> just lame. Like yeah, they look they like a little kid drew them. Like <laughs> they look like if the I eyes on them. Yeah, dude, they, uh... <laughs> It looks like if I designed them. You know, like well, I'm gonna make <laughs> these cool suits. You know, like little kid me. Oh boy. Um. But yeah, I'm yeah, I'm glad I wasn't alone in this. It was um yeah, it was it was good, not great, but it had great moments. There's That's, great pieces in there. Yeah. But it's just the like the plot itself, like the movie and the story just wasn't great. But the characters yeah. in it were incredible. So it's weird. It's very weird. <laughs> it feels <laughs> It should be better. Well, it's weird. Yeah, it's just the story doesn't get served. And it, it's clear that that's because um, T'Challa died. You know, like Chadwick Boseman yeah. died. Like, they had to switch up because it is it is sad. Like, I think we would have gotten a much better story out of it because we could have been fully focused on Namor. Namor. Yeah. Namor. 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 But I, I, Which is I'm, such a stupid fucking name. I really did like that they like <laughs> it comes awesome, from. Though. Yeah, he was awesome, and I like that the guy said like basically you're a child without love, and that's how they got the name. I just thought that was cool. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. I'll go into my week then. Um. So I have been playing some New World off and on. Um. If if you guys aren't on and doing stuff, it, I have no interest in like. Um, the the kind of gear progression stuff, but that's just a thing for me in all MMOs. Like once I'm done leveling, I kind of lose interest. 
though this is more like a light level so that will help me like once i do start actually seeing progression i'll probably get hooked again um but yeah. the action combat and it made me want to play ddo so i started play, playing ddo which is dungeons and dragons online a game i spent hundreds of hours in i i don't know how much i put in here but i played for like a year straight and um nice. it wasn't like an everyday you know i wasn't like head down but it's such an adventure based mmo it's not even really like an mmo because it's not open world it's like you go into towns and then there's like wilderness sections but it's so D, and that's why i love it and i played this before i really played D, &D and it's kind of what gave me interest in it mm. um it's a little bit i know most of the early game stuff so i'm like make i made a new guy because i don't remember my account um i played with my ex-girlfriend and she started fucking you know getting uh dudes to give her free shit and like leading them on she gave a guy her oh, number yeah. off here it was like a big problem so i just <laughs> deleted everything so i made a new account whatever and i i signed up for it um because like it's free to play but if you pay you know a monthly sub it you get like all of the content if not then there's like a bunch of stuff like there's a lot of free stuff there's most of the classes most of the races there's like a couple there's like three races out of 12 that are like behind a paywall or whatever um, and then there's some the newest expansion I think you'd have to pay for. So, but that's like way late game. Um, but I've really been enjoying it. Um, I'm just soloing everything, and it's cool because all of the so all of the quests are individual dungeons. They are like a D and D one shot campaign, basically. They're mm -hmm. smaller. Yeah, okay. yeah. So you go like you meet a guy at a tavern, and he's like, "Hey, I want you to go down in the basement and uh, kill these kobolds that have been you know they dug a hole in and did whatever." So you go down there, and then within there, there's traps that you can, like, if you are a rogue, you can disable traps. You can spot and find hidden walls. You can, um, like, there. I just did one earlier tonight that if you are strong, you can just bust through this gate. And if you're not, you have to find a way around it. And, like, it's not the hardest thing in the world, but the first time I did it, I didn't think I could do what I did. And I just, I like that. Like, I like the D&Dness mm -hmm. of it. Um but you know it's old. It's from two thousand seven. It's definitely on an old engine. Some of the newer races look nicer, um, and it's not as spammy um, of action combat as like a new world. This you can just hold left mouse button down, and you'll do like you know your standard attacks, and then you have like a hot bar of one through whatever, and you can have infinite hot bars. And I was watching mm -hmm. streamers, and there's like fucking forty of them. But you can yeah, just click. that's the stuff that freaks me out. Though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you could just be a barbarian, and then you'd have. Uh, or a fighter even, but fighter's not that great, which is interesting because it used to be the best. Um, Paladin's really good, actually, uh, if you wanted to be a, like a melee guy or barbarian. But barbarian, you would just have rage, and then you you do modifiers to your rage, basically, just like an actual D&D. You know, like right, you get, right. you know, raging makes you have more HP, and then you, you know, and you shirk damage or whatever. So it's been fun. And I feel bad because I do miss playing um, with the boys, you know, like it was really fun. So I'm going to get back into it. It's just I no one was on one day. It was like last Saturday in the day in the morning. So I was like, oh, man, you know what? I'm going to play DDO while I wait. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's all I want to do. So like you were streaming there night and I ran a dungeon with you guys and that was a lot of fun. And then I was like, shit, I'm going to get outpaced, you know, because there is a gear level that you're going to need to kind of have you know later on to be able to even stand uh, especially it especially brimstone yeah mm -hmm. and especially to try to be the tank you know what i mean so mm -hmm. so i i need to get back into it but um 
I've been enjoying it. It's been a good mindless game, especially because I know most of the early game quests. But coolest thing is, you know, this came out in 2007. So the first, like, two sets of expansions and all the original content are narrated by Gary Gygax, who died in 2015 2014 something like that and he is one of the original creators of dungeons and dragons so he dms awesome. the quest and there are actual dm narrations like you'll walk into a room and it'll be like the skittering sounds of spiders come from the south wall or whatever and then if you go over there you might find a hidden door that has spiders behind it or whatever and everything you do in a quest modifies the xp you don't get experience generally for killing mobs unless there's like a boss that's like optional and it's whatever it'll give you like a, you know like 300 xp what happens is you right. get built up xp at the end it's like how there's certain games of DD where depending on um the dm they'll either give you uh xp as you kill things and really it does just kind of tally up it's not like you you know you're leveling actively um in right. pen and paper but they do it the same way it's like milestones like every time you finish a quest you get a bulk amount of xp and there's 32 levels right now but within each level is five sub ranks so like each you do five you fill five xp bars and then you can level but each xp bar gives you an action point which you can put into you know like a skill tree that like gives you stat boosts and things like that so it's cool <laughs> But Gary Gygax is amazing, and his narration was really good. So it's been fun, um, and that's been cool. And then other than that, I've been buying and returning headphones again. <laughs> 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 I'm fucking OCD. I don't get it, but th this was because... It's the glasses thing too, though, right? Yes, yes. They have to, they have to feel good. <laughs> yes, and so what it is is I'm always on the hunt for like what's the pair that's going to blow my mind, right? Like this is going to be my to go go to pair. And right now it's the Razer Black Shark V2 Pro. The wireless is really good. They have long battery life. It's great. They're super light and super comfortable. And they have a volume knob on them so they they get you can make them real loud, which I feel like is a problem with a lot of headphones right now. Um but I got the Sennheiser P38X or something like that. And they're, it's the Epos Sennheiser Drop uh, brand. It's like Drop is a company that makes some shit. And then they get with Epos, which is a Sennheiser offshoot, which is their gaming offshoot. I already knew that Epos wasn't going to be my shit because I had the Epos uh, E6 or like the, the big, the really expensive ones. I bought them because I knew that the sound was going to be good. And I'll tell you, for both of them, the sound was fucking amazing. <laughs> like, I wanted to be able to wear them because I was like, fuck, this sounds good. But the clamp force on them was insane. It felt like someone was oh, squeezing shit. my head with their, like, with human arms. You know what I mean? Like, with their muscles behind them. Yeah, with their thighs. <laughs> um, so I had to return them. And then, um, and I got them because they were on sale. And I used, so I bought a pair of Cloud Alpha 2s that i i love they're great but i use them for the podcast and i kept having to walk back and forth and find them in the other room and i was like man i'm just gonna make these my podcast headphones. oh my god you had to walk and find well oh my gosh you know what it is i'm always in the tub and then i'm, I'm like setting up late and you know i'm like rushing so then it was like yeah. having to go and then kelsey records and i record two podcasts now sometimes fucking bonus episodes of the other ones so it's like i'm just doing a lot of recording so it's like it's nice to just have these. They're comfy. The other ones I have are trash. They're Keith's old ones, and they're just garbage. Um, so I was like, 
these were cheap. I think they were like fifty nine bucks when I got them, which is not cheap, but it's it's inexpensive for headphones. That's pretty cheap for a pair of cans. Yeah. I got yeah. them on sale. So Black Friday sale was up, so I got the PC thirty eight or fifty eight X or whatever those. Didn't like them. Amazon's awesome. I just said didn't like these, and they let me return them. You just I just went to Whole Foods. There's just like a locker. You get a QR code. You scan it. It prints a, a little sticker. You put it in a bag. Put the sticker on the bag and dump it in a thing. It's like a yeah. Dropbox. So then I bought. Or you could just go up to customer service and just they like you just they scan your phone and then you just give it to them and they yeah. deal with it. Um, so then I bought the Pulse 3D headphones and those were the most uncomfortable headphones I've worn in a while. I couldn't (laughs) believe it because the golds were fucking amazing. Like I wore my golds for four years or whatever, however long I had the, and then I stopped wearing because they started like the faux leather started, you know, cracking and coming apart. And I liked the color of them, so I didn't want to break them. But, um, then I just didn't wear them, but the, the golds were amazing. The sound on the the pulse, great. I I played for like two hours last night. I was playing Elden Ring, and I was like, man, these really do sound good. The 3D sound is nice. You know, like the, it's it's definitely the best. Um, the Sennheisers were better sound quality wise, but the pulse you could just tell were made to play with PS5. You know, like they work flawlessly. But yeah, they are some of the cheapest feeling headphones I've ever felt, and some of the most uncomfortable. I don't know if Weird. yeah, I could feel the drivers on my ears, which drives me insane. Um, and the cups were like stiff; they felt like really stiff foam, and it was just it was not good. So I returned those today, and I bought a new pair of uh, <laughs> Black Shark V two Pros. So now I've got two pairs of those, which is great. Um, Sick. So we'll see how they sound <laughs> and how they work with the PlayStation, but it's the same one, which is cool. A lot of headphones, they'll do like a PlayStation edition and then like an Xbox edition and a PC one. This one's just the same one. You could just use it on yeah. any. I know that Razer has a notorious like quality issue over time, but my Naga that I just got rid of, I had for five years. Like, And I mean, mm. that's a mouse and you beat the shit out of your mouse, especially like I'm sure James knows now you're playing New World. You're spamming left click like literally probably yeah. a million times a day. <laughs> I thought about that the other day. I was like, man, there's no way this is going to hold up very long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you play shooters. It's the same thing, you know? Um, I ha- it's like hitting B in Dark Souls game. Like, yeah. You're going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to be dodging a thousand times a fight. So I um, Speaking of shooters, so I've been playing some Overwatch 2 as well. And either really enjoying it or really being annoyed. <laughs> there's no in between. And it's not even, it's not even like I really enjoy it because I'm winning. And then I really don't like because I'm losing. It's either like I have fun and it's like a competitive match and everyone, you know, even if it's like back and forth, it's still fun. Like Pencil and I played last night and uh, man, the first game he had me do the one where you just pick whatever hero you want, like whatever champ that is cancer. That is cancer. (laughs) And I will avoid it like the plague. It is. It's why I don't play league unless I play Aram because allowing people to pick the champion that they really like is just a recipe for you're going to get fucking steamrolled if you're not like <laughs> constantly playing we yes, it is. we got killed <laughs> we didn't even get a single kill on our team oh boy yeah and Wait, then so what the game randomly picks your character for you well then we played that mode and that was a lot of fun actually that was really fun 
every time mm. you die, you get a new champ, which is fun because oh, that's cool. I need to learn. You know what I mean? I don't know what anyone does. And so I found out I really like Moira as a healer. Um, I was playing mm-hmm. Lucio a lot, and he's fun. And he's a good healer if you just want to rack up points because he just passively heals all the time. And then you can you know boost speed and do stuff. But I don't run the walls enough with him, and that's like a big function of his. Like you, you need to be like kind of up on the walls doing weird shit and like healing people where they can't see you. You know? Um, yeah. And so I I got Moira, and she's fucking awesome. It's like you go back and forth. You hurt people to get the ammo to heal. And your heal is like a spray, so you can just kind of spin around and spray people and like whatever. So I've been really enjoying healing in that game because it doesn't require as much uh, accuracy because it's very twitchy, Overwatch. It's very like, I don't know, the mouse, I, I have to turn my sensitivity down because it's like everyone's everywhere. I don't know. It's hard to understand what's fucking happening, but it's been a lot of fun. And I've been playing with some of the funny boys. I've been playing with the Bunyan clan uh, and i've been playing with pencil and the only time i've gotten mad so far is with pencil and i feel bad but it's because he he <laughs> god bless him but he does what jesse does he tries to be like don't be mad and i'm like man just let me be mad you know <laughs> just just let me be mad bro i'm not even actually mad i'm just frustrated and this is how i take it out i just talk shit in voice chat with my friends you know um but he's good. He's really good. He got played the game as uh, Farah, and fucking, it was it was fun to watch. So it he's a he's a good one to have on the squad. Um, oh, yeah. and then I've been playing Elden Ring, and man, today I was playing. Uh, at the end of the day, like I knew everyone had left from work, like all the branches were closed, and I knew no one was working. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna work anymore." I was watching Zoom, and everyone was off. I'm like, "Man, I'm not gonna be the only one." So I played some Elden Ring, and I was like, I want to make my original character, but good. And so I watched a video of like how to get early game paladin build good. And man, I got all the way to Atlas Plateau, got the great stars, great like large mace, uh, leveled up to like 36, like had t- fucking 25 vitality and all this shit before I fought Margit. <laughs> and for the first time, <laughs> I beat the shit out of him. Uh, without a summon right because like i've gotten really close to beating him solo but i never do it because i get frustrated eventually after like a couple tries i'm just like i hate you and then i just summon like my little jellyfish and beat him with poison you know (laughs) uh i beat the piss out of him i got this uh prayer strike it is the fucking it's so op you get uh poise through it right so they they Mm-hmm. They buffed recently two-handed mace and like all two-handed or great sword and great mace uh poise. And it heals you for 30% of your health when you hit. <laughs> so you can just stand. I just stood in Margit when he was swinging his hammer, did the thing, and healed the entirety of the damage he did to me. Because the Great Stars does heal as well. So it heals like it's that big bloody mace that I was using, uh, James, the last couple times we played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing or the great stars. Um, it heals a little bit of health when you hit things. So it's like people had builds where you would use like a discharge move and you would be healing as you ran through people. This shit is so OP. I know it's not going to be OP forever, obviously. You know what I mean? Like right. the game is only so easy. But man, it really is fun to just be strong in the beginning with the build I was trying to do originally. Because like when we were gonna when we were doing our sixteen hours or twelve hour stream, I was like, 
I'll be a strength faith guy and I'll heal and whatever. And it was so ass. Like, it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was, again, me getting the shit beat out of me and you being like, hold on, and then killing everything because <laughs> Samurai Sword is God. Um, You know what? With the Uchigatana, man, it's that unsheath move is so good. That yeah, it's very weapon good. art is just mwah, chef's kiss. This is probably one of my favorite in the games, just in terms of looks and feel and like functionality. Yeah. It's so good. And like it's that's great. not to say I made a samurai and Margaret still beats the brakes off me. Like they're not OP. Bleed is great if you can get it to proc. It's like super yeah. strong, right? Um, but you know, you have to be consistent and you have to be aggressive for it to And like, it only procs fast like the first one or two times. Then yeah. it's like you're not getting it again. Yeah. <laughs> and then you kill Millennia and you go, oh, she died. Huh. <laughs> and my and my soul, I just walk into traffic. I just literally go outside and just walk into traffic. Um, but yeah, so that's what I was, when I said I was doing something funny, that's what it was. Like, I just followed a guide. There's You can skip so much and you can get so far. I got annoyed because I went to go get Radagon Sword Seal, and it's in one of those fucking keeps. And like, man, there's Ugh, these yeah, bat ladies, that is. the the big bats, and they poison. Man, I was then yeah. there's rats. Anything and, flying in that game is yeah. so annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that specific, yeah, like barn. That's a big and, one for getting OP early, and then you get it, and then you just walk over and kill the ancient dragon that's sitting right there, because you have bleed. Yeah. You know, I had a little mace, like a little morning star that had bleed on it, and so I did that, and that's how I leveled up like super quick. But you have to get there, and it isn't easy. It's not hard, but like you have to... Get You've got to run through the yeah. fucking red zone. And Well, no, you can teleport. You What you do is you teleport to the beast guy, and that place oh that's true it's just a straight line but there's that bridge with the dragon on it and that's that's gray all's bridge or whatever and you have to you have to wait till it's facing away from you and then you can run under its wing and if you're good on timing it'll be turning around and then it has to turn around again and so that's how i got through it but he killed me like twice um but it's It's been funny because uh your favorite streamer asmongold just started an elden ring run too oh how's Uh, he doing he actually he it's funny because he's like doing it where he's like i don't want to dodge roll ever since that's like what (laughs) is all about he's like he's playing it at all it's funny he's doing full shield like tank build like he's like just taking the hits and then stabbing them with like a spear i was gonna say he's um he's doing it the way jesse and i used to play these games (laughs) like literally Uh, that's funny (laughs) no roll. i i would roll but very rarely like it it's funny because I think about it now and I'm like, I barely use a shield. You know what I mean? I almost never do. Like, depends on... Oh, I use mine still. Yeah. It depends on what I'm doing and if I'm going to get hit a lot. But a lot of times I can just roll through shit and then just backstab everything, you know? Yeah. And then Gary and Gorm were out there. Gorm don't e- didn't oh, even yeah. have a shield. <laughs> I, oh, thought no. I, was, I thought I was going to be such a helpful guy. And then I wasn't sure. I remember... What was it? Dark Souls... Three is what I played first. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, man, use your shield, use your shield. And I'm like, I put it on and then I'm like never using it. You're like, hey, man, like there's no reason to hold it if you're not going to use it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you thought you had to have it on, I think. <laughs> well, you, everybody's like, try the shield, try the shield, use the shield, use the shield. I'm like, okay. You know, because you guys are, you know, sword and board. And I was like, okay, this, this is the way to play it, do it. And then I just was never using it. And then I 
you guys told me how to like put it on your back or whatever, but you still get the like yeah. benefits of it, like the uh, oh yeah for the, it, the stamina boost. Yeah, the crest shield. That's the one you want. That the right. grass crest is the only one you really need, and almost everybody just keeps it on their back. Right, especially if you're gonna be like Dexy boy. Yeah. Shit. But um, yeah, so Elden Ring's been a lot of fun. Um, DDO's been a lot of fun. New World's been fun. You know, it's there's a lot going on. Overwatch. I've been having games with friends, which is nice because it's been, there was a bit there where like <laughs> notice you didn't say fun, but no, <laughs> <laughs> no. And you know what? I always feel bad because Pence always catches me. I'm always like, I'm gonna play with him, and then I just get super annoyed. And it's not his fault. It's just I'm always like, I'm not in the mood. But then I see him playing, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna play with him because I want to play games with Pencil. And then it's like it's it's the wrong. It's you know. It's like I play Apex. <laughs> it's the wrong game. game. Yeah, that game just fucking sometimes would make me so mad. Sometimes it's fun, and then sometimes it's that's just, just like, shooter games, though. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, when the super sweats get on, it gets hard to want to play anymore. Yeah, and then they talk a bunch of shit. <laughs> like yeah. one guy was like, "Easy," and I'm like, "Dude, that wasn't an easy match." Like, come on. Like, I got into <laughs> it with people last night on uh, New World. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I started yelling at this tank in the dungeon because I was like, hey, man, how about you start pulling some freaking aggro because you're really pissing me off. He would just like stand there <laughs> holding his shield up a mile away. I was like, get in the fight, dude. Like I'm getting destroyed and you're just standing there not doing anything. He's like, oh, well, how about you stop stealing aggro? And I was like, dude. I do you even have a taunt to him? He's like, Oh, you just you just keep stealing aggro. That's what it is, you asshole. And I was like, Oh, you, you just it's, messed up. It is shit. hard. <laughs> I will say it is hard to have aggro, but you just have to like attack every once in a while. <laughs> it's like you just he kind of Yeah, you just kind of juggle just it. Standing just, there. It's <laughs> yeah. so annoying. Well, we had a person in our group the one time I remember I was like, Are you are you just standing off to the side doing nothing? <laughs> The answer was, he yes. was this guy was he yeah. was literally working on his build when we were doing the last fight oh, he was no. just standing off to the side we're fighting the last fight. he's like well i'm gonna switch over to just doing dps since, <laughs> uh, everybody wants to be pull aggro blah, 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 and he just stood there it's like and I was you like, signed oh, up for a what tank. are you doing your your entire existence is pull aggro and hold it that is literally oh, the only so thing bad. you do <laughs> and then another dps guy was like all right, everybody, just stop attack. You know, it's the staircase where that giant like creature is, and you kind of get him to go up the staircase so everybody's not getting hit by his big yes, jump attack. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. he he wouldn't pull him up the stairs. And finally, the other DPS is like, "Everybody, stop attacking! I'm gonna get DPS or aggro myself and bring him up the stairs because this is <laughs> bullshit." <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and that's that's annoying. That's like, dude, you have one job and you signed up for it, like. You, it's not I like know. you guys Don't made him specialty thing like healer or tank if you're not gonna yeah. do it. Yeah, it, it's hard. Oh, and like the healer was a DPS guy. Ugh. Like it was super annoying. He wasn't keeping anybody. Oh, it's I, difficult to hold aggro, but not that hard. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's a cadence. You just have to know like, and especially now that I know that just blocking does generate aggro if you have the you know the hate gem on. You just need to get their initial attention, and then you blocking is going to piss them off. So it's really not all that hard. I would always yeah, fuck up because I would start attacking. If you hold everybody, just hold the big guy. Yeah, <laughs> just hold the big guy, and then spam your taunt here and there. Like, it's really pretty simple. <laughs> but, you know. So I was fuming last night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing with all these kind of games is um, it's annoying to have to 
to have to rely on other people. That's what frustrates is like the I need this person to fucking play their class right and like literally just do the bare (laughs) minimum. That's what gets frustrating. It's like, dude, everyone's doing their job. (laughs) Like when we were losing over and over again, I was only frustrated because I was tired and it was just taking forever, you know? Yeah. But it was fun in the way that we were puzzling out. We were getting better every time, you know, like every time we um, the dungeon pissed yeah <laughs> but we, we were getting better every time you know like every attempt we were like seeing the thing and then with a fucking dungeon broke and kicked us all out and it was like oh God. yeah we were two hours into doing that yes <laughs> yes and and it was funny because it was actually her fight wasn't even that annoying the one before it was the really annoying one and then, then we had that guy and he was really nice and like guided us through it but he was telling us this wrong thing like, and I don't know if it was we just got lucky or unlucky RNG, but it was like, just stay near one of these enemies. And when he does this explosion move, he won't explode his his little guys. Like, he doesn't do it to his boys. And then we would go stand by them and he, we would just get exploded. And I'm like, yeah, every time. Yeah, like yeah. he's 100% doing it. Like, and he's like, that's so weird. I don't that know. That does work. It does work. Yeah. I've done another ones. It, it actually does. Well, what it if you get people that aren't killing everything because they've never ran it before. Yeah. I was going to say what it seemed like, too, is that we needed it to we needed them to spawn fully and like start attacking. So we had to run away from one more round. You know what I mean? Like it would work, but we had to get through a round again of it. You know, he was going to do it no matter what. And then the next ones, he wouldn't do it. So that. That was it, but yeah, that's so. That's my week. Um, DDO and Elden Ring. I've been loving Elden Ring, man. That game's good. It's. It is. It's but then great. I think about <laughs> Elden Beast. It's already and playing like, awards, I think. Yeah, it's one game of the year at one of the one of them. I forget jo- Golden Joystick. Um, or is that just the Game Awards? I can't remember. But I just saw one about it. But um, yeah, yeah. it was like the Joystick Award or something weird. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want? Do we want to review the menu and then do news? Uh, yeah. Let's do the menu. Okay. Jesse and I saw the menu. Twas good. We saw the menu. Twas good. I really enjoyed it. Really had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good to see a movie that was just like a standalone movie. It doesn't, you know, like it doesn't end with them being like. And the next menu will be like the movie just ends and it's like you're done. So it's pretty nice to see like a story. Let's let's just uh, I was going to say you you uh, you said exactly how they would do it, but I don't want to even talk about it uh, so that we don't spoil it for other people real quick. Sorry, not this isn't disparaging you. Just I was going to get into spoilers. Let's rate it and then we'll go into spoilers. So um, I'll go. I'm going to give it a. I want to say like a 7.75. It's it's very good. Almost great. And it's like, I don't know what's holding it back, but it isn't like, it didn't blow my mind. It's not like Hereditary where like it was a horror movie that made me like, holy shit, you know? This yeah. is a very good, fun, like it's not even horror. It's more like a suspense, like black comedy. Yeah. It's like a black comedy thriller. Yeah. It's like Friday. Maybe suspense. <laughs> Sorry, I always. Whenever I say black comedy, I always want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you saying? What, what's your? Uh... Um, that sounds about right. Like a, I would say like a seven and a half. Like for what it is, you know, it's not like you can't really compare. Like you have to. 
it's you have to kind of compare it to movies like itself. It's like like you can't put this up with like film, film, film. Um, it's not a film. It's a fucking movie, and it's fine. And it was good. It was a lot better than I thought it was. And I'm just really relieved that they don't sequel bait you. Like that, I'm very very happy that they don't sequel bait you. Yeah. So we're going to go into spoilers and so that we can kind of discuss that part because it's a big deal in 2022 that someone would make a movie that has no uh, potential for a sequel. Sequel bait. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy that they didn't do that because everybody is trying to – everybody wants a trilogy. Everybody wants – some. you know, everybody wants to secure themselves a job – for the next summer or whatever. Um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, I don't know. Like, um, So before we go into start. spoilers, um, I just want to say I really enjoyed all of the uh, acting. Like, everybody was good in their own way. Like, they all had different characters, and they all did their job really well. Like, Nicholas Holtz yeah. was actually really funny. And when you Who's find uh, her, uh, the guy that the main girl goes with to the place... Okay. Um, Beast from uh, X Men First Class. No idea. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he was really good. Um, he's like kind of goofy and like he's weirdly into all of what's going on. And like at first you're like, does he not recognize that this shit is getting weird? Like it's getting kind of crazy. But then yeah. you kind of get um, you get some you know. There's a reason for that. Um, and I thought Ralph Fiennes did an gr- amazing job. He was really uh, the the main, the main chef. Voldemort, um, right? Yeah, okay. Voldemort. Yeah. Um, he, I don't know anybody's name ever. He did great. Anna Taylor Joy <laughs> was 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 really good too. Um, John Linguizamo was fun, but he he kind of was himself. Like, and we'll yeah. get to a little bit. Actually, we can talk about that news story because you put it in there. And it's yeah. Funny. So like. Linguizamo is really getting annoying right now. So he's like, <laughs> he was in the movie and he was fine. He plays like an asshole actor. And then apparently like after the movie came out, he like threw a jab out saying like, yeah, I was channeling Steven Seagal because, uh, you know, he's such a douchebag and I was trying to be him. No, you weren't. No, you weren't channeling any Steven Seagal. You were not playing uh, you weren't taking. Uh, you didn't take. I uh, took inspiration from Steven Seagal. No, you didn't. You're trying to shit on Steven Seagal because he's an easy target. Everyone hates him, and it's like it's memeable. So like, I thought it was super annoying that he would like come out to say that, like just trying to yeah. seek relevancy. And let's just say zero percent of his performance. Is Steven so like there literally is literally zero? There is literal zero resemblance. That's the thing. Like, yeah, it's not he even like, oh, okay, I can kind of see, I can read it that way. You know, what now that I know that about him, you know, or whatever. No, no, no. Yeah, my guy doesn't act like Steven Seagal at all. Like, there's at all, yeah. dude. And there's so many things he could have done to do that. He could have tried to talk with the voice. He could have done a thing with where uh, he changes his yes, accent. That Steven would be Seagal. the easy one. Like, have a black guy show up, you know, in, in the next table, and they say, "Hey, was uh, you know, like, and does the thing that like Tarantino and Seagal do, where yeah, they... like he could have done that, where he just turns into a different character depending who he's talking to they could have made uh pathological liar jokes they could have been like 
uh, those guys could have been like, hey, man, aren't you like an actual martial artist? And he'd be like, no, just <laughs> in the movie, damn it. Like, no, but you said that you actually did go to Japan and teach people fucking Aikido. Like, they, none of it. So I was just like, sure, fine. It's like, whatever. It's not a big deal. But I just get so annoyed when I see like a famous, very accomplished, amazing actor like John Linguizamo, like pandering for attention with such a, a bullshit thing. And then it comes out also he's attacking Chris Pratt and the Mario people for not putting enough like people of color in the Mario movie because like even though he wasn't Italian when he was in Super Mario Brothers, like somebody fought really hard to get me in that role because I was a Latino man. And it's like, no, man. they thought you looked Italian enough as a Latino man. That's the fucking thing <laughs> yeah, that dude, happened. Like, like it was actually pretty racist. <laughs> like, I know. Hey, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, you took like uh-huh. you took a job from an Italian guy, I guess, in yeah. that movie. And as an Italian American, so, I'm gonna say. So, so basically he's saying, oh, I don't care what what color the person is like Chris Pratt's white. So not good enough. The Super Mario movie should be ashamed of themselves for. It's, hey, hey, man, it's a Mario movie. <laughs> and I get it. Chris Pratt isn't Italian. He's not even an ounce Italian. Uh, I mean, I think that Charlie Day is maybe, but. Hey, who cares? Fucking Mario movie, dog. Like, if you're not going to get the guy who's Mario's voice already, then who gives a shit who you're going to get? But, yeah, I was just kind of annoyed at Linguizamo, like, trying to, like, it's like... Well, it's just stupid. It's just you're, like, clout sharking. You're just trying to, like, get something off of... like, And it's like, dude, by the way, Steven Seagal, 0% relevance to current uh, life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yes, people still know of him, but he's not like, like kids aren't going to, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. Kids but... don't know who that is. Like, yeah. the only people who know and laugh are like people who still laugh at the old Tom Segura bits and like late as fuck YouTubers just now making videos about how Steven Seagal's a pathological liar. But like, it's just annoying. Like you're an accomplished, incredible actor who's done some really amazing things. And as much as I hate Tommy Buns now, and I don't really hate him, as much as I just he like kind of annoys me now. God, his his Steven Seagal bit and his like his voice that he does him is amazing. Like it's great. Yeah, dude. I I remember I saw that live when he was working it out. I saw that I saw him on in tour. But so did um, I. I saw him with Christina Pashitsky. <laughs> together nice yeah it was very a, cool they oh were, yeah fucking mommy's coming to dania dog i'm thinking of going oh she's gonna be at dania beach yeah she really was great just her, her or like just her like she's on her tour oh okay i didn't know I, um, house was doing a recording too no no just her her doing her shit i'm not gonna lie uh she's not very funny <laughs> when i saw she's them really she funny. was funnier than tom segura like they're because i don't know it, i'm more of a set up punchline kind of person when it comes to comedy um and she's very much a she writes jokes you know like tommy does stories so there's okay so sure she is very funny i love her i listen to her or i listen to where my mom's at i listen to your mom's house have you watched either of her specials not her new ones no try them that's the problem try mother superior and then the new new one um 
for some reason, they don't hit right for me. They're really weird and kind of forced. But that's kind of the character she plays. Anyways, Languizamo is annoying because <laughs> it's like, hey, man, you don't got to try to get be relevant. First off, I don't understand these people who have millions of dollars and just can't fucking shut up and go chill. Like, bro, just go chill. Like, you did the movie. Enjoy your money. Go chill. What? Why do you need to do this? Like, it's annoying. The Steven Seagal thing really bothered yeah, me because it has, it's like, no, you didn't. You didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, it's dumb. Um, I saw your movie. You didn't do that. Anyways, back yeah, to the that's what's uh, that's what's dumb about it is it's like you could have just let the movie be a movie, and you could have said like, well, I took, you know, some of it is from this, some of this that you know, because he does have a pathological liar thing where he lied about being friends with the chef and whatever but that was yeah. it that's the only one if he was like doing it the whole time and yeah that's a simple thing to write like they they didn't even have to say like hey man didn't you train people no, no no when they're all trapped and this thing's going crazy you go like hey man aren't you a fucking martial artist kick this guy's yeah. ass you know like and then he's like or I don't know. you know what i mean anything or be like hey aren't you like friends with like putin or something Can you call in the russian army like <laughs> Anything like there's so many making jokes out of Seagal is so fucking easy. So it's just like it's just annoying. Like I'm just annoyed at him. Like, no, you no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other examples of how someone is just faking the funk. It's like if like it's like if your friend came up to you or you and, and they're like, dude, I totally I'm I met Kanye West at the mall. And it's like, and you know for a fact they didn't or some shit, like like, no, dude, I was actually at the mall, too, and I saw, like, why are you making this up? There's no reason for you to make up that you met Kanye West at the mall. Like, why would you do that? Why are you making up that you yeah. channeled Steven Seagal for your role? Because you somehow want to be clever, funny, and make fun of a down and in the dumps actor that's already beaten? Like, I don't way see... past his prime has zero yeah, relevance. Like, that's the thing that keeps I keep sticking on. I was like, he doesn't have, like, the guy's not relevant. Punching down to Steven right, Seagal? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Even though I think um, I think there is a story of – I think he worked with Steven Seagal, if I'm not mistaken, and Steven Seagal punched him in his stomach and, like, like, like embarrassed him. I think Steven Seagal, like, checked him one time. Like, you think, oh, you're Mr. Funny Man, and, like, knocked the wind out of him. So I think he has, like, a little bad blood, and that makes a lot more sense now. But still, dog, you know what would have made more sense? Doing it in the movie and making fun of yeah. him. Yeah, or you know what would have made more sense? Being hyper successful and yeah, Seagal how about just being... be rich and go get your dick sucked by yeah? Do you know I mean, Steven like, Seagal just enjoy... ain't shit and ain't making movies and he makes like shitty TV shows and tell lies, wears shooter glasses everywhere. You know, like clearly <laughs> you're winning. To someone's house and kills their dog. Yeah, dude, come on. I don't know. Oh, just go, dude. If you have, just go enjoy your money and chill, dude. I get so annoyed and like frustrated. Just go chill, dude. Like, I, not to go back to it, but I was like, almost annoyed, but now nah, at the at the Jason David Frank thing, at the Green Ranger thing, I'm like, you're the fucking Green Ranger, dude. If your life is rough, just move to a new city and go be the coolest guy in town and chill, bro. Just be like, you're the Green Ranger. That doesn't obviously doesn't fix everything, but Lingozamo has millions of dollars and money does buy happiness to whoever's telling me it doesn't. Shut the fuck up. All you do is you go chill somewhere. You know what money does? It pays my mortgage and I don't have to like be afraid. Like that's the yeah. thing. People say money doesn't buy happiness. Uh yeah, but it pays your fucking bills 
and then you can actually just have time to do whatever the fuck you want you know like i could buy an rv and have fucking like uh you know travel across the country and have it with fucking its own wi-fi and shit and i could still play video games you know like i could be if i was jeff bezos bro i would never be settled i would just have a moving house and i would be living the dream you know i would just be in my house I'll just have one house and just be there all the time, and just ch- I would just chill, dude. We should talk uh, about this movie. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, so let's <laughs> we can do spoilers now. Now we can do spoilers. Uh, that's spoilers, funny. everybody. Does. So speaking yeah, of, okay. this movie is made for me because it's a guy who hates the wealthy, basically, and it's not just the wealthy, but there's a line in it that's really funny to me. The so. <laughs> It is this hyper exclusive dining experience where it's a restaurant that this, you know, very famous chef runs. And it's an omakase. Yeah. They basically do a tasting course or whatever. And every time it's themed and he um, only allows a certain amount of people to come and it's on an island and everything is farmed and harvested on the island and whatever, you know, like it's just this thing. It's for foodies. And so the main character of the movie, like the R. Our uh, heroine is a girl who is on a date with a guy uh, who take is taking her to this thing. And she's like, fucking, what the fuck? It's $1,200 per person. Like, what the fuck are we eating? A Rolex? Like, that's the line, you know? Um, yeah. And she's like a fish out of water. She doesn't, she's not impressed by the, uh, like the, you know, the. Uh, the, the pomp. The, yeah, the, the pomp, pomp and, and circumstance. The austerity of it all, right? Like. The, you got it like he even says like you have to have, have the mouth feel of this she's like never say that again like yeah whatever <laughs> um and as things are going on it starts to get kind of weird like clearly some shit is going down like it's it's whatever you know it's like not just a dining experience there's some weird shit going on turns out my guy's about to kill everybody and himself <laughs> that's this whole movie is like a man who has lost his passion for the thing that he's passionate of, you know, like which yeah. is cooking, making things for people. And so yeah, he's become so successful that he can only feed like the rich and powerful and like, they don't care. Like at one point he asks this one guy who's, Oh, this one rich guy who always comes to his crazy dinners. He's like, name one dish I've, I've made ever. And the guy can't even name one. And it's, and he's like, we, fucking present every dish before we serve it with a, a a big presentation and you can't name one he realizes like nobody gives a shit so like the people not carrying it the people literally just doing it because it's like fancy rich people shit or the pomp of it all they don't really care like that's kind yeah. of driven him to not like to lose the passion for and he's it, decided to basically punish everyone and so he invites specific people to the this menu and the whole thing is the the reason why he's like after not after but he keeps asking on a tailor like who the fuck are you is because like i purposely curated this guest list like these are people i'm gonna punish and he says i want to know if you're with us or them and it's basically the way he says it is are you a taker or are you a giver? Like, are you someone who, you know, creates for people or are you someone who just takes? And so that's like the whole thing. And then, um, it, I don't know the way that she kind of, he's like, you're going to die either way. Yeah. Needs to know. Do you die with them or with us? Yeah. Like she ends up, uh, surviving and the way she does it is actually pretty interesting. I actually really enjoyed it. Cause I was like, you know, she starts the thing 
what she's doing. Well, hold on, we're not yeah. there. We're yeah. almost. Is like, it the actress from Queen's Gambit? Yes. Oh, sweet. She's awesome. Well, yeah, like I'm trying to. So, like, I don't know if we should get there immediately. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So basically, yeah, he. They eventually realize he's gonna kill them, because. A lot of crazy shit happens. Like he, one guy kills himself. Like one of the courses is one of the one of his chefs, one of his two chefs, kills himself. It's fucking wild. Um, it's called the mess, which is yeah. It's called like the mess, and he makes the guy stand up in front of everybody, and he's and he like, just says like he's good. He'll never be great. Yeah. He basically breaks the guy down and then says, "Do you want my life?" And he's like, "No." And he's like, "Do you want your life?" And he's like, "No, I hate this." And then fucking blows his brains out in front of everyone. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, it's um, it's wild. The thing you're about, so you go, you can go ahead if you want to say how she survives. Well, no, I was just saying like we don't have to go scene by scene. You know what I mean? Because it's whatever. But she does. Okay, survive well it, then, the then way I she... think before we say that then is so she goes. You're trying to figure out who she is because the movie. What I do like about the movie is it starts like they take a boat to the restaurant island. It starts fucking right before they get picked up by the boat, and it ends after you like at the end of the movie like it's there's no fat the movie is literally just this island thing you know the movie doesn't start like a few weeks before meeting the characters like no the movie is just this restaurant shit and the guy she's on a date with the guy and the guy walks up and he's they're like mr whatever and mrs whatever and he's like oh no this is actually someone else so they keep calling her the wrong name because they think she's someone else that's why, like Aaron was saying, the, yeah. the chef guy is like, I need to know who you are because you're not supposed to be here. I knew right cause... away what she was, like, because they kind of give it away. But, like, you know, she keeps looking at the other old dude and you're like, mm, okay. Like, yeah. I knew. Um, I didn't get, I didn't think she was a prostitute immediately. I thought that that was their daughter and the lady was just dumb or like a long lost daughter. When you find like out, when you find out, oh, his, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> It's wild. Yeah, made me hard. Um, but like, uh, <laughs> what you call it? But yeah, uh, then you find out the guy, like, you know, his, I guess his date had canceled or broke up with him, whatever. So he hired a prostitute and brought her. And then the thing is, is so she's with this guy. He's like a fucking food nerd and he knows everything. And he's like fanboying over everything, like way too well, much. And he's like eating while people are killing themselves. Like he's just like st- yeah. constantly just like, mm, yeah, oh, this is great. <laughs> so people are like dying and getting hurt and shit. And he's just focusing on the food. Oh my God. And uh, a really cool part is so eventually, like the chef guy, like, kind of explains he's like why are you here the guy like loves food he's like why are you here like the guy has been trying to go there he's like he's super expensive and he's like i fucking told you i was going to kill everybody so this guy knew everybody was going to die he he like he just was so obsessed with this food shit and so obsessed with this chef and like he was okay with it the girl gets pissed at him so she's like you actually knew i was yeah you like brought me here. you hired was, an escort to basically be a sacrifice just so you could still come here to die just to eat a yeah. meal and leave like leave the earth it's fucking it's but it makes yeah it kind of explains his behavior which for I for sure liked. yeah and uh so a part that i liked was is the chef like invites him up and makes this big 
hoorah about this shit and gives him like a chef's coat and then says like, okay, the next course it's you. You're going to make it because the guy's like obsessed with food. He knows everything. So he like gets the guy to cook and the guy's freaking out. It's pretty cool. Like guy freaks out, tries to make lamb and it does not come out good. And the chef just whispers something in the guy's ear and the dude goes into the next room and just hangs himself. So he yeah. doesn't even get to be part of the menu. Yeah. It's like, but he just kills himself. It's so, so I know we're kind of all over the place and we're just going to spoil it. Cause who cares? It's but fine. like, man, the part, <laughs> there's a shot at the end. We'll get to like how she survives, but there's just a shot. Like when the kind of ending scene is happening and everything, like everyone's dying or whatever. And they just like cut and they're all rapturous. They're all like in love with the fact that they, like they've they've accepted it and it's like they're thankful for it. And there's this shot of this lady. He basically turns them into s'mores. And so like he sets the building on fire, but they do this elaborate like ground up uh, graham crackers everywhere. They put like a, a, well, they a make, veil like, they of make, like, uh, marshmallows. They make, like, like marshmallow like shawls. Uh, like shawls. There you go. Yeah. And then they with a chocolate hat. And then they have this crazy flammable graham cracker crust all over the place that acts as like the fuse to light everything. Yeah, and they just are like rapturous when it's happening. I really liked that shot. Like, it, yeah, they all they all accept it. Yeah, and like the the so there's a food critic that has ruined a bunch of people's lives, and he's like, "Do you know how many people you've hurt just being a fucking asshole like you are?" You know, like, and. You know, because he does tell them all why they're being punished, and he says it that way, like why you're being punished. And the best is the so John Linguizamo is a like an actor who's kind of on the golden side of his career. You know, like he's on the tail end. Yeah, of his he career. even says he's in his presenting phase TV yes. now. Yes, and so he's got like this girl with him who is a uh, like his assistant who he's been fucking cheating on his wife with and like she's been stealing from him and he knows about it it's like all this whole thing right but he tells him he's like well why why am i being punished and he's like oh i saw that film of yours uh paging dr feel good or something no no paging <laughs> like it was so he it, it looked like his movies were all like the same title so it was like um good morning dr sunshine and then another one was called like good morning chef sunshine or something and it was that he he uh the chef he's like so why am i gonna die says Languzamo. and the chef goes uh my one day off like he never gets a day off he's like on my one day off i decided to watch your movie and seeing you portray a chef so terribly basically made me hate you or something like that i thought it was the doctor one it's the one that was on the like the tortilla he had i loved the lady like the waitress (laughs) she goes saying they're like what is this she's like that's a tortilla (laughs) he's like no but what's on it and she's like oh those are your tax records that's you like or that's your company's uh false invoices like that's you know these are copies of invoices you guys falsified and like whatever and they're like what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, that's a tortilla. And she keeps just saying, like, she's so good. Um, but, um, yeah, so Languizamo, I just thought it was funny because it was literally like, I just hated this movie so much and I spent my one day off watching it that you had to die. But so then the girl is with him, looks at him and he's like, oh, are you wondering why you're getting punished? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, uh, "Did you, what school did you go to? And she's like, Brown. And he goes, any student loans? And she goes, no, and he goes, eh, you can die. <laughs> yeah, like, like basically, you die too. Yeah, 
because he's at the point where like we said he only deals with like the ultra wealthy the least like appreciative people and so the whole thing at the end is like anna taylor joy is like why the fuck do i got i'm just like an escort who (laughs) got fucked over by a dude you know like i i did not deserve this uh and so they like go back and forth and it like she he sends her because he's like you're one of us like you are part of our squad so he starts sending her to do a job for him and so which i don't know man i think he meant for her to like i don't know yeah i think he was rooting for her to find a way out basically he wanted her to get out because like again he wasn't he was evil in the way that he wanted to punish people or whatever and like you know he was going to kill people but they they were seemingly deserving assholes you know like so he didn't want her to necessarily die uh and you know you could tell but he does get mad because so she makes a call on a cb radio he sends her to get like a keg of uh gasoline basically or a canister of gasoline like a big barrel of it whatever yeah um but that's how like i'm with you uh because he sends her and then he says like oh my compatriot here forgot to bring up this barrel and the the asian lady's like tries to kill her because she's jealous because she's like his main lady and so yeah. she's mad this lady go you know got sent to do something so whatever so she follows her and she goes into his house and, and they um fight. they fight and she says i didn't forget this he never told me to bring this barrel and so that's how you know he was like trying to get her to do this um but she calls like a uh she's a cb radio calls the national guard or whatever the coast guard and then uh he's one of them but whatever Oh, in the end, she figures it out because she's in his house and she sees a picture of him when he was a young up and coming chef, like the first job he had as a chef. You know, he was a burger. Well, flipper. no, his first job flipping. Yeah, burgers. he was bur- he was flipping burgers, and, and he was um, employee of the month. And he was just happy. He was smiling, and so she, yeah. she says like, "I don't like your fucking food. It's pretentious, and you're cooking just for the show of it. You're not like making food for people to enjoy. You're basically punishing well, yeah. us." So yeah, d- like during while they're all sitting out there, she just says it like out of nowhere. She just says, uh, "I don't like your food. I want to send it back." Because d- in earlier in the movie, there was a course he served, which was like, like bread without bread. So it was like a bunch of stuff that you put on bread. Like you can either dip bread into olive oil or you can put like mayonnaise on it. It was a bunch of condiments, but no bread. And or some shit like that. She tells the date, like, oh, just send it back. And the guy's like, you don't send food back here. That's how they like they lay the foundation. And she's trying to figure a way out. So she says, I don't like your food. I want to send it back. Uh, but go ahead, because this is the part of the movie I this is what I thought was stupid. But go oh, ahead. really? Well, so she basically figured it out. Like he has lost his love of cooking, and he blames these people, and. What he wants most in the world is to cook food for someone who's going to enjoy it. So he's like, well, what can I make you instead? And she says, you know what I'd love? A cheeseburger. And he's and she's like, and not some fucking, you know, deconstructed, deconstructed. mess. Just a <laughs> fucking good cheeseburger. And he said, I'll make you a cheeseburger. I'll make you the best cheeseburger you ever had in your life. And so then the, we get a nice little montage of him making a fucking great American cheeseburger. Slivered white onions, you know, like smash burger, double patty. And then he brings it out to her. She eats a bite and goes, you know, I think my eyes were bigger than my stomach. I'd like to take it. Can I get this wrapped up? And he said, okay. And then he brings her her doggy bag and she's like, okay, well, I'm going to leave now. And he's like, goodbye. And like, lets her go. But it's because he, like, she gave him back that moment of his yeah. joy. But 
he was already too far gone. There's no way. He, I mean, he killed his fucking owner of his comp, like his his restaurant. Like, oh yeah, he drowned yeah. the investor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. You know that he, which I kind of like the fact that, like, I'm guessing and I feel he wanted her to get out. Like, he wanted her to get yes, away. I agree. I don't know why he couldn't just fucking let her go and just like, you know what? She's not supposed to be here, and I didn't. I I do everything for a reason. We're not killing this girl. She's not supposed to be here. But for her to be like, I don't like your food. I want to send it back. And then uh, him to be like, well, what do you want? You know, I'm, hey, man. Like, I'm thinking now, like, the way of, like, of, like, I don't think it was, like, super smart. And she really got herself out by thinking out of the box. Like, because he could have just been, like, when she's, like, oh, I'm sending it back. Uh, not every restaurant, like does that also like to go not every especially like highfalutin ass experiences like that a lot of stuff like that you are 100 not removing the food from this place you eat it here you could have been like uh no we don't do doggy bags here this is an <laughs> exclusive experience you eat it within these what like that's what bothered me is like is it didn't bother me but what was annoying is like man it's not very smart because he could have just been like this is an extremely exclusive high-end dining experience there is no but the point is that she bag. brought him back to his love of cooking like his roots that's the whole thing yeah i get that I and get that and part, it was contextual yeah. clues like she that the reason i say it was smart is because like she paid attention to what the fuck was going on and kind of figured her way out like she saw the jadedness that was like the cause of all this you know like she could i don't know i yeah it wasn't I, I like she was know. a genius like you know what i mean i just was like how the fuck is she gonna get <laughs> out of it and then you know i thought too like well he'll just cut her fucking hands off or whatever but it he wasn't <laughs> mad at her and that's the whole thing you know like yeah yeah i don't know but it, it i really fine, enjoyed though. it it was nice i'm with you like i'm just glad it was just and kelsey and i said it as really i'm like didn't have to be anything else than what it was you know it was just a fun uh suspenseful comedy movie you know yeah um, it was good and i like how it ends like we you know it, she leaves gets on a boat and then like the restaurant blows up and then she just like oh remembers that she has that cheeseburger and like takes a bite of it and it's over like there was no like she gets to the pier and it's like what happened like no like it, that's it the movie starts getting picked up by the boat and it ends when she gets leaves on the boat like there was no fat which was really fucking great. Like we didn't get or have to see any backstory. We didn't like, there were these three douchebag internet blogger, but like Buzzfeed TV kind of dudes on there. And we didn't have to like watch skits of theirs. And we didn't have to see like little vignettes of Linguizamo's movie. And we didn't have to like see like, uh, the main character guy, like obsessing over food in his off time. Like it was literally all just the entire time of the restaurant experience. Yeah. I, That's what I'm super grateful for. I agree. I liked that there was no fat to even trim. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. a movie, the beginning, middle and end, you know, there was no, like, like you said, yeah. most other, you know, all this pretentious shit would be like, okay, well, here's him. You know, here's a flashback to his childhood, all this stuff. Nope. We know he was, like, married with a kid, and it seems like he probably chose his uh, 
restaurant, you know, his career, career over his family. Them. Yeah, and that's like he said, I'm a bad person. Like, I'm a monster. Yeah. I've done shitty things. And you know that's what he's thinking about. He's not thinking about the fact that he's about to kill all these people. He's thinking, this is, I lo- like, I left my daughter, you know, and I didn't even think twice because it was to benefit myself, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's not going to change, you know, fucking filmmaking or whatever, but it was a lot, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yeah, like I said, I think it's like a seven, seven and a half for like kind of a bullshit movie. Like, no offense to the movie, but like it's not a film. It's it's just like well, a no, movie. it is like, bullshit <laughs> and it's better for it. You know what I mean? It's like we don't just get bullshit <laughs> movies anymore. Like sometimes you want like yeah. that kind of movie. Like that's why, you know, I thought Pearl was so fun. Even though Pearl and X, you know, there's gonna be a trilogy, they're all kind of individual stories you know they tie together in that they feature the same character and all this stuff but like i don't know we've just like smile too even though smile had like the obvious setup for like we might make another one it didn't need it and it would have been better without it but it was nice to just have a bullshit horror movie to watch you know yeah Um, it's a lot better than watching these sequel bait like uh, franchise like these movies that like try to like begin a franchise and fail, it makes it worse. For like, it makes it a worse movie. Like this movie was cool. It was fun. I could see recommending it to people. I could see it like having its own little following or whatever. Or, hey, maybe movies can just like come out once and then they go away. Like not every right. movie has to be this thing that lasts forever and it's a series. Like it's not everything has to do that. You can just put a movie out and three years later, your movie's gone. Like you nobody know what? thinks about it. We have been getting those with like, like Jordan. Baby Driver. Yeah, Baby Driver. Edgar Wright make a second movie. Yeah. No. Edgar True. Wright does that. Um, you know, we've got um Jordan Peele making horror movies like that. Ari Aster, but like it is rare and it is it's. I, it made me. It makes you realize like how fatigued uh, you are of like the Marvel formula. Marvel like, God, shit, dude. I never, ne- yeah. never in a million. F- if you would have told me before Avengers one came out that there'd come a time where I was just like sick of Marvel movies, I'd be like, "You're yeah. fucking crazy." Like, I saw a meme today. I saw a meme today about it, and it was like a guy saying basically like, "Oh, I've checked out of Marvel movies for the last five years, but I still keep up with them because like I yep, have to." That's me. Yeah, and like just... I do, like there are some that are great, and like you know, mm-hmm. but then there's the other times you're just like, oh, it's just another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just another... oh, the Marvels is coming out soon. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Captain Marvel was okay. Uh, Miss Marvel was fun. I'd like to see them together. I'd hope that they give, you know, the promo art's already out for it. They give Brie Larson yeah, a little bit more promo. Or um, I saw pictures from the set with those two together and stuff. Well, because they're going to switch bodies, you know, that's like the thing. It may give us time to have some, like, uh, actual likable character out of Brie Larson. Um, Because Brie Larson's (laughs) a great actress. Like, honestly, she's a really good actress. I just feel like she was directed really, like, that character was, like, boring as fuck. And then, like, in her movie... We at least got a little bit of stuff. She was still kind of wooden, but man, when when it happened, when she showed up in fucking Endgame and shit, it was like, ugh. she's just <laughs> she's Superman, and Superman's whack, dude. Like, yeah. if you're so strong that nothing can kill you, there's a zero percent chance that I'm gonna care. You know, like there's a reason people love Batman, and it's because 
He exists in a world full of fucking superpowered people, and he beats the shit out of them because he's smart. Like, and he knows, like, you know, he he's human. You know, I don't know. It's just Superman is like the wackest character, and Captain Marvel is the Marvel version of Superman to me. That's what she yeah. felt like. Mm-hmm. Was just I'm invincible, and nothing can kill me. So don't be scared. <laughs> like, uh, she flew through a spaceship with her body. <laughs> <laughs> That we were supposed to be scared of, you know. So, but yeah. So yeah. the the menu good. On a Taylor Joy I was great. It. Um, all the acting's really good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Fuck and yeah. it was exactly what it needed to be. It was. Was it better than the bear? Um, I haven't finished no. the bear. I need to watch. It. I haven't you even haven't seen finished that. It. That's right. Oh my god. It's so good too, but it gives me anxiety, so it's tough. Oh yeah, that especially if you've worked in a restaurant, it will trigger things yeah you. it's pretty <laughs> real bad and they do such a good job with him like showing Dude, his his ocd you know like in his i don't know the the stress like the fact that the the part where he's like wakes up and he's cooking like you know it's almost mm-hmm. set his house on fire because he's cooking in his sleep is wild yeah yeah you need to watch it yeah finish it i i do it's yeah, one of those things that's, yeah I should this weekend. That's the plan. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's get some news and we'll get the fuck out of here. Alrighty. And this weekend news. First news is pretty great. So God of War director was on, I think, PS I Love You. He's on some PlayStation show. And uh, he was talking about, like, after the game came out, after God of War Ragnarok came out. I don't know what I called him. Did I say the director of God of War? You did yeah, say yes. It. Yeah, okay, good. Director of God of War was talking, and he said, uh, like, usually after he finishes making a big game, whenever the game comes out, he immediately just goes back to playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And, uh, like, Corey Barlog was, like, would come in and be like, what are you doing, man? Like, aren't you reading the reviews? And he's like, what does it look like I'm doing, dude? I'm playing Symphony of the Night. Leave me alone. Like, he didn't want to, like, <laughs> look through reviews. He's like, this is what I do after I fucking make a giant game. I play Symphony of the Night. Leave me alone. So they're talking, and uh, he just says, he's like, well, God of War's done, and we're obviously not making another God of War game, but if anybody can get, get if anybody can get me a Castlevania license, that's I would love to make a Ooh. Castlevania game. So he's like, I'm probably in a lot of trouble right now for saying that, but fuck it, who cares? Like, I just want everyone to know. He's basically saying, I want to take the fucking God of War team and make a Castlevania game, get the license from Konami and I give thought, it to me. I thought this was supposed to be a trilogy, this God of War, or are they? No, oh, no okay. it was always they supposed to be two. Yeah. Which is fucking awesome that it's just two. And. Uh, Until a third comes out. <laughs> well, I mean, if we do get a third, I mean, we will get another. I think we will get another God of War game in this universe right. or whatever. But I think it'll be in like 10 years. Like, I don't nah, maybe seven, six or seven. I don't know. I don't think anytime soon. But I mean, no spoilers at all. But the game does not end like get ready for another adventure but it also like doesn't like <laughs> it also doesn't completely remove the even faint possibility like sure if they want to they can do something like right. you could always do something you could always be like remember that one character from the third mission the next game is that you're playing is that they could always do something you know it's not like every single character in the game universe died um 
So, yeah, but to have some of them died. No, (laughs) no. I mean, it would. The game's called Ragnarok, so definitely the Ragnarok War happens, and it's awesome. It's so awesome. Oh, it's so good. Anyways, um, but no, I think that's a really cool thing that the director, the God of War director, was like, I would like you to try to get Konami to give me the license, get me the license, I want it. Because that'd be great, you know? Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, next Fuck one, yeah, Jimmy's John. Sick. Jimmy's John. Fuck um, yeah. yeah, so... Basically, the Discord stuff finally rolled out on Xbox, and they actually in, ended up integrating it into the, like, home menu. Like, when you hit your home button, there's, like, a Discord, like, like button, and you just push it. You can get get into your servers that you already have existing on your account, everything, like, open access. And it's been needed for a long time because I think Xbox's party chat's, like, good, but it's always been kind of a little off. And Discord is just kind of like, I, I, with Xbox being so like um, PC friendly and being like kind of into, you know, crossing those streams, uh, it makes sense that Discord would be like easily accessible. So uh, that definitely finally rolled out and I uh, love it. Yeah, we need that on PlayStation. Yeah. Fucking PlayStation even buy something yeah and then nothing happened with yeah it. like PlayStation xbox like, like hey we're rolling out with it now Say yeah what? playstation like bought a chunk of discord or something and uh, yeah they haven't done anything with it yet well they've integrated text shit but like you can't use the chat the chat stuff yet and it's like dude why would i bother uh doing like like Getting into my my text based rooms on my PlayStation, I'll just use my phone for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that don't make any sense. Yeah, but hopefully we'll get it to eventually. It would be pretty nice. Yeah, that'd be really awesome, especially if there's like, it would just make gaming with like you know the cross platform games that are Xbox, PlayStation, PC even better if you could have Discord access because it it it's just way better than these games trying to pull off in-game chat like in-game if if you've played any of these games that are cross-platform you know that like the in-game chat itself is always really weird like audio wise it never is all that great and discord tends to have like a very user-friendly like adjust each person's volume individually which the the xbox one does the party chat does have that ability it's just i don't know i feel like discord's just kind of done a better job with it so yeah yeah hopefully that rolls out for everybody well yeah like right it's, away it's also definitely nicer to be able to be like i'm only going to talk to the people i want to talk to <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> right word yeah. Uh, next one's pretty good one. James Wan and Jason Bloom and talks to merge their companies into one mega horror powerhouse. That's pretty cool. <sighs> yeah. That's yeah. Cool. It makes me a little worried about like the, the monopoly mega powerhouse thing. It's like hearing the horror mega powerhouse kind of makes me a, a little worrisome because the, I don't know. You get what I mean? It's just like too big, too much, but I mean, they do make good shit, so fuck it. Throw mm-hmm. more budget at it. Give it more money. Just hopefully, 
usually with a lot more money comes more investors, which means more people you have to appease, which means, you know, less extremeness. But, I mean, we still see some pretty extreme shit in movies, so. Well, and we still have A24. A24 is where the yeah. real shit is. Yeah. Blumhouse is, like, kind of the, the like, schlocky horror stuff. Yeah, that's, Juan. like, the new, like, new line or, like, yeah. James Wan does the like Conjuring universe, which is so hit or miss. Um, yeah, but A twenty four puts out the real auteur like weirdo shit. That's not always great. I still haven't seen Lamb. I need to watch that movie. That's the last one that I was like, "What the fuck is that? And what's it gonna be?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of shit. But yeah. Um... Next one, Ed Boon hints at new game. Okay, Ed Boon is the fucking mastermind behind Mortal Kombat. He is also a massive Twitter troll. He just lies a lot. Like he li- like, and this is like the guy. The I heard face John Leguizamo actually based his character in this movie after Ed Boon. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Ed Boon is the just creator, creative guy mortal kombat he is mr mortal kombat there's other guys as well john tobias and stuff like that but at is mr mortal kombat he also is a fucking troll he is a liar he lies a lot but anyways so he went online and was asking like he's like saying on oh, hints for the new game and uh so there's three major hints one of them is mk11 or injustice 3 and that the things he said both like i I gotta see what what it was again um so the fact that he said both mk11 or injustice 3 oh yeah that's what it was someone tweeted and asked him hint for the next game and he said i3 or mk12 not as a question he's not asking which one do you want he just said injustice 3 or mortal kombat 12 which everyone's thinking the same thing right now it's both of them they're going Together. to do more, they're going to do mortal kombat versus dc again that'd be cool well did you ever play the first mortal kombat versus dc universe i believe i did it was one of the worst games ever made it's so bad it's fucking garbage so everyone's That'd super cool. nervous um i think that mk11 cool was great and injustice 2 was great yeah, so they play really well. I think that it's cool. It's a cool idea, and I'm down. But in the end, the game's gonna be trash. No one like Mortal Kombat 12 is one of the best looking fighting games ever, and it's one of the best selling fighting games ever. And on paper, it's really awesome. But for some reason, I don't fucking play. I don't. It's no fun for some reason. It's really good though. It's a good game. It is a good game, and it did have cool stuff. I think that. These games are always a very long investment, so like whatever this next game is is going to be like five years of t- not of development time, but of like the game. Like we won't get another game until years and years later because it's the big game, and I would hate to see so much time wasted on another Mortal Kombat versus DC game because it seems like we're retreading something. Um, I'm sure it'll play fine, 
and will look cool. I mean, in the end, they will have good content. They always make cool story stuff. I'm going to buy it anyways. I'm going to buy all the DLC. I'm going to buy the most expensive version. So it doesn't matter what he puts out. I'm going to buy it because it's a fucking major fighting game. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I definitely would not want an Injustice 3. Just because even though Injustice 2 is like really good, it just kind of sucks. It's hard to it's it's hard to explain why, but like it's a really good, well-made game, but it it's just like I don't know, there's just no reason to play it. Um other hints were somebody asking about like making a story mode or some shit, and he said, Why don't we just make a new conquest mode? Which is wild that he said that because Conquest mode is a mode that was available in Mortal Kombat Deception, I believe, which was an open world action game. It was really janky and really shitty, but it was awesome. It was fucking great. This huge open world thing where you traveled around meeting characters and stuff. Very much kind of like what Street Fighter's World Tour is going to be like. It was like that, but fucking 15 years ago. Um, and then the third hint was somebody asked, like, what about all those old characters from, like, Mortal Kombat Deception era? Which the middle era of Mortal Kombat, which is, like, Mortal Kombat 4, Deadly Alliance, Deception, Armageddon, had the biggest amount of bullshit fucking stupid characters like Suho, Movado, Cobra... Dramen, Taven, you don't know any of these people, right? No. Yeah, they're the most. Mortal Kombat has the most bullshit ass. I would love to see people like you look at the roster for Mortal Kombat Armageddon because Mortal Kombat Armageddon has every character, every Mortal Kombat character up to that point, and that game's roster is like I don't know, sixty, seventy people, maybe more. Uh, no, it's not more than that, but um. So somebody was asking, like, oh, what about all the old bullshit, like all the old characters from this era? And he said some shit like, oh, this is something – all the 3D era characters, why are they so scarce in the most recent games? Hey, bud, I can answer that for you because they were bad. They were shit characters. They were dumb characters. But uh, he said this is something we'll soon fix. So it's like – so he's saying there's going to be a conquest mode. They're going to bring back 3D era characters. And it's a possibility that it's a crossover with Mortal Kombat and DC. I don't know. He also is a massive liar um, and troll, so we don't know. And they asked if he would be at the Game Awards, and he said, I won't be. All he said was, I won't be presenting. Uh, so we'll see. That's it. Fucking Ed Boon. Fucking, fuck Ed convoluted. Boone. <laughs> Yeah, uh, another one that's pretty awesome. Not much information out, but Team Ninja is going to be rebooting Dead or Alive and Ninja Gaiden. Both franchises are getting rebooted, which is really great. Ninja Gaiden is a a really great series in theory. Execution, somewhat, it's a little rough, but those games are pretty good and pretty cool. It'd be nice to see them redo it. and Dead or Alive is just, a, you know, it's a fighting game series that's been around for a very long time but never really caught on. Do you like titties? <laughs> yeah, like you, I was going to say, you mostly know them from people making fun of 
the jiggle physics and the beach volleyball stuff. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, I just I reinstalled Dead or Alive 6 the other day and played a couple of rounds, like literally like two days ago. It might have even been yesterday that I played the rounds. I played a couple of rounds and then immediately just deleted it because I just don't like the way Dead or Alive games play. It's a very rock, paper, scissors game uh, based on um, catches. And I'm not really big on that. But if they reboot the franchise, I'm down for it. Uh, next one, Jimmy's John. Uh, I don't know that it was me. Streets of Rage film adaptation picked up by Lionsgate. <laughs> Definitely not me. Okay. Who would oh, yeah, we cast? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, I must have put it in there. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So Lionsgate <laughs> has picked up the Streets of Rage movie, which is fucking awesome. I mean, I'm still hoping it comes out. We'll see. Um, do you guys even know the roster? It clearly. I've never even played Streets of Rage. It clearly should have been made in the 80s. Like, that's the perfect time. But I guess if they make it. The game came out in the 90s. Okay. Whatever, dude. (laughs) In that time. Jesus Christ. You you want to push your little fucking glasses up, you fucking nerd? Well, no, it came out. Um, actually, it came out. Who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's like a fucking (laughs) 90s, late 80s action movie, is what I'm saying. It's literally that the game. I think that. The, it'll reach the biggest audience now because of like four and whatever, but like in the 90s, nobody would have known what it was. But we all I guess maybe. anyone with a Nintendo knew what it was, right? It was like fucking. It was a Genesis. I mean, Genesis, yeah, whatever. That's what I had. Um, um, I think that it could have done, it could have been cool in the 90s, but then again, look at Double Dragon in the 90s. That was horrible. Sure. That was, yeah, in real bad. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was really real bad. bad. It was really bad. But then again, Double Dragon has a lot more fantasy elements to it that yeah. made it really stupid. And Streets of Rage is really just kind of like a street, like a street drama action story. Um, we'll see. I wouldn't even know who to cast in it. And the story, I would think that you definitely just tell the story of the first game, which I don't think they're going to do. I think they're going to want to put cherry in it or fucking skate like i would just really rather just have axel blaze and adam and that's it but i'm pretty sure they're gonna want to do some new modern shit and put the kids in it but we'll see i don't know i do we still need to see a casting uh another one need for speed unbound gameplay has been revealed for the new need for speed game i'm debating maybe not day one full boring this one just because it kind of looks like more of the same obviously but it doesn't really look to be doing anything too crazy different like the art style is fine it seems to draw all over the car while you're driving which kind of annoys me like it's very like animated like if your car ever jumps they like draw wings on your car while you're in the air and uh yeah it's a little bit annoying like if you click that thing you'll see like there's a little too much going on while you're driving like it's like a like a kid's notebook is like being drawn like while you're playing and it kind of annoys me a little bit um like the smoke and stuff from your tires is like really exaggerated like anim like animated cartoon smoke I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm, I I like realism and in my racing games, and I'm not really into this whole kind of like anime looking thing they're doing. But uh, but yeah, 
Uh, just a couple more. Uh, one new Guilty Gear Strive character. God, they're taking fucking forever to drop characters for this game. Fucking a. But we got uh, Sin Kisuke is released. That's fine. He comes now, out on the twenty fourth. Is that a version of Kai Kisuke, or is it like someone related to? Him? I think it's his brother or some okay. shit. Okay. Yeah, so cool. Like, it's cool. At least it's not another wacko-ass character. We got Bridget last time. Fuck Bridget. Uh, and a lot of what we got, like, another character we got before was a character called Happy Chaos, which looks really awesome, but then you play him, and he's fucking really weird. And before that, we got Gold Lewis Dickinson, and that's another wacky-ass character that I can't... I don't really have fun playing. We got Jacko... Which is oh, it's fine. I don't know, man. Like the the Guilty Gear Strive is so frustrating because it is like the best looking, one of the best looking fighting games, and controls great. But the character decisions are so off the wall and so strange that the they're so hard to play. But we'll see how Sinkiske plays. Um, I haven't played a Guilty Gear since PS2. Yeah, you probably played Guilty Gear. X2 or fucking yeah, probably. Yeah, might have been X. Yeah, those, those games were all the same, like Guilty Gear mm-hmm. X, X2, Accent Core. You probably played Accent Core. Um, they were all pretty much like the same game but different iterations of it. Uh, one good thing for the PlayStation Store, they have finally, not hard banned, but they pretty much banned the shovelware problem. If you've noticed on the PlayStation Store for months, there's been a problem with these games like the Jumping Taco, the Jumping Burger, the Jumping Nugget, uh, Platty Bird. They're basically these games that people make uh, where you just mash a button and you get free platinum trophies. And... It's fine. Make whatever you want, I guess, if you can pass the thing. But those games really started to like it literally will be a game called The Jumping Taco. And the game is just like a kitchen table and a taco with a smiley face. And you hit X to jump. And it's like bronze trophy. You jumped. And then you'll jump like uh, 10 times. They don't times, want people getting like, their points, right? That's why they're banned. No, it. no, 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 not at all. You don't that that point system is not from trophies. You have your own trophy score, but that's just like your that's your personal like, oh my trophies. The new PlayStation Stars thing has nothing to do with your trophies. You get points from PlayStation Stars by buying games and like doing their like their own fun PlayStation little challenges. But um you get no points for points to money transfer ship for getting trophies trophies have nothing to do trophies are still pure and clean and awesome but some people like to inflate their trophy score by playing bullshit games like i have a platinum trophy for cloudy with a chance of meatballs why do i have that because i heard it was an easy platinum and i did it to get the platinum so that's kind of a cheap platinum that i got but there's games where you literally just like hold up like tap a button and you get a platinum um, like I was asking you about returning, I was like, you return headphones to Amazon? Like if you read the return policy with things like headphones and controllers and shit, you can't open them. And like, it says you can't return them if you open them and you're like, oh, it's fine. You can just do it anyways. Cause I wanted to buy a turbo controller because I have these games called my name is Mayo, where you click on a jar of mayonnaise and <laughs> you get trophies for it. <laughs> 
And uh, I just got them as a joke, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get those bullshit Mayo tro- Platinums. Um, anyways, there's a lot of these games. Like, it'll literally be a game where, like, it's just, like, a hot dog with a smiley face on it. And you hit a button to jump, and the game is, like, jump 10,000 times. And after you've hit the button 10,000 times, you get a platinum trophy. They don't care about the trophy shit. It's just that people have been saying, like, hey, man, these bullshit games that come out in droves, that's another problem, is it'll be, like, the Jumping Burger. And then it'll be, like, the Jumping Burger Black Edition. And it's a Jumping Burger, but the bun is black. Jumping Sushi. Jumping Sushi Turbo. Jumping Sushi Extreme. And it's just a piece of sushi that pops. And you look on the PlayStation Store, and the fucking store is flooded with these things. It's fucking super stupid. Um, so Sorry, they've made I'm it. Just having a coughing fit every time I unmute my mic, I start coughing. Again, <laughs> it's okay. So. It's because I'm talking about these horrible fucking games that are making you sick. Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> PlayStation has gone and been like they've added a thing to basically. You what you'll have to do now is you'll have to specifically search for those games now. Um, you'll have to look like they're not going to put them in the thing, which is great. And then our final piece of news is Yuji Naka, famed creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, is in jail, has been jailed for insider trading. I believe him and some other guys, some guys in Namco, I think, have been busted for insider training, trading for a new... Dragon Quest Tactics game. I guess they realized or got some inside information that there was going to be a new Dragon Quest game, so they bought 2 million yen worth of fucking stock. And you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to take insider information and make stock purchases. That's against the law. So he's been jailed. Um, I wonder for how long. Like, I wonder what... Because Japan, um, you know, they're... They're like weirdly strict on some things and right. Yeah, they're fucking wackos. It's like here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing that's sorry weird. to all our Japanese listeners. No. <laughs> here's the thing. No, they know. Here's the thing that's really weird. And it's not a fucking joke that uh, people know this. Sega is one hundred percent has ties, has been known to have ties, and has shit with like the Yakuza and and like crime shit and like Sega makes a lot of money. For them to arrest him for this means they did it. They let him go down on purpose because they could have just been like, yeah, you fucking idiots. Shut the fuck up. Leave him alone. Like. It's like it's like that Yu-Gi-Oh guy dying. Strangely, like he was just scuba diving and we found his body like that's mad weird. Like, I don't know, man. It's like. For this guy to get busted for insider trading seems very strange because, like, Sega is literally, like, at least in the past has been known to, like, work with or have people in that are connected to crime syndicate shit and crime money. So, like, why would they let somebody as huge as Yuji Naka, like the Sonic, that hedgehog creator, go down for such a bullshit-ass, like, insider trading thing? I don't know. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, he could be out already or he could be in there for months or years. It just depends. I mean, two thousand two million yen, I think is I think if I remember correctly, is the number. I think that's more something like twenty grand. 
So it's not like an well, astronomical I mean, amount of money. Martha Stewart's ass went to jail for that shit. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Wait, Martha Stewart went to jail for no, she didn't. She didn't she go to jail for slave? No, it was kids, insider trading. Insider trading shit. It was insider oh, trading. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought she had um. Nah, she uh, sold she off. Had... She got like a tip and sold off her stocks because of a drop or something. Oh shit! I thought she had um. What are those things called? Sweatshops. Um. Nah. Yeah, so I mean, she probably Sonic, does, but that's not why she went to jail. Yeah, so Sonic Creator is in jail, but who gives a fuck about that guy? Uh, but yeah, that's it. We've been nerds. Um, one more thing. Uh, we did get a drop for Witcher Three next. Oh gen, yeah, we did a little trailer of like what's to come. They did confirm also that we're they're gonna have like um Netflix series based like DLC yeah. stuff. So. They uh, showed gameplay, and it's a nice little trailer. If you if you want to go to CD Projekt Red's Twitch, they still have the stream up of them talking about the game, too. And they show a little bit of footage, but definitely not as much as I thought they would. Yeah, it looks nice. It looks good. I was, um, I was happy that it looks nice and smooth. It made me really want to play the game, seeing all the, like, story points that they were showing. I was like, ooh, I remember that. Ooh, I remember that. I want to go back. <laughs> yeah, I remembered a bunch of it. I look forward to playing it again. I hope I can stick with it. It's good. <laughs> Maybe it's I'll good game. fucking replay it. I put. I like that there's going to be a PC, uh, like, advancement, too, with it. So that's cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people like me who played it on PC, you know. But I own it on PS three i don't know i own it on one of them but well I, and it's free yeah that's the right? cool thing next gen free upgrade hell yeah yeah as long as you have it on something you'll be able to play it you'll be able to get it so that's what's dope i mean i mean even though i did realize if you have it your if you have like the og version and then you have the complete edition let's say you had like like me like i played i think about 40 45 some hours and then um but I just had Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Now I have Complete Edition. That save file does not transfer over. So. Mm. Well, I, was, I planned on starting a new one either way. So Yeah, I was going to start over My other anyways. one's New Game Plus. Or my second playthrough was New Game Plus, And it was the Blood and Wine thing was like another 30 levels up in that area. And it was making it very difficult. So I just want to start a fresh one. Yeah, it gets hard. Um, I didn't. I I started one of the DLCs because there's one that's like mid level, and I think I started that one. I can't remember, but uh, like heart heart of Hearthstone and blood and wine or something like that. Yeah, one blood of and the, wine's the big one, and then yeah, the yeah, it's like a wolf it's like, or something. It's like Hearthstone or some shit. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it, but I I want to play it properly. So I need to learn, like, I, I want to play and, like, learn the spells and, like, the potions. and Because you got to use that shit. You know, you don't have yeah, to. There's, have like, to, a but... lot more to the um, the armor sets and stuff, too, and, like, actually increasing them. Like, there's a lot more to it. Like, you have to find all these books to be able to yeah. make the next level up of it. <clears throat> yeah. It gets pretty in-depth if you want it to. But the one thing I think that is nice about that game is they don't force you to do it like you don't even have to pay attention to that shit you can just grab the next like top level thing and you can mm -hmm. play through the whole game and still have yeah. a great experience yeah 
We'll see, but I'll definitely be there. I mean, I've already got it preloaded on my system. It's been on there. So as soon as that next gen... Yeah, fresh download. No, I'm saying uh, I've got the game downloaded. It's going to be an update. I would... Uh, yeah, maybe. I know oh, with wait, Valhalla, no. it was two separate downloads. No, so. you're right. It will be a separate PS5 download. Oh, sick. I'll still leave it there just in case. Sometimes they want to see. I remember like Final Fantasy VII Remake did that or some shit where like you had to download the. In order to get your PS4 save file to work on a PS5 version, you had to download the PS4 version of the game and like move the file into a cloud and then download the PS5 version of the game mm. and download the file from the cloud. But it's like, hey man, it's just a save file. Right. It's on my system. Just let me use it. But then the game itself had to convert it or some shit. But you're right, actually. It will be it is gonna be uh its own PS5. It's not just an update, it's gonna be its own shit. Sick. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We did it. We did it. Three hours in. It's a good one. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh yeah. Happy we, Thanksgiving. We are thankful for you. Weird. Yeah, I'm very thankful for you guys. We thank Jesus for whatever he did or whatever. I'm more thankful that I'm off work tomorrow, and that's uh, really awesome. Same. Yeah. I'm off all the way <laughs> till Monday. Yeah, I'm so. off. I don't know what I'm going to do, though. Like, I kind of want to, I kind of just want to stay games. home and play Plague Tale all day. But, like, a very good friend of mine invited me to Thanksgiving dinner at his family's house. And, like, he is a really good friend. And also his family does do super duper legitimate everything Thanksgiving. I don't, we don't do, I don't do holidays at all. So like on holidays, like I just sit in my room and play video games and like don't do anything. And I kind of don't even like the whole thing, but you know, he's a good friend and I, I don't know, I could go do the whole thing. And it's like, I don't really care about like, well, the food, I don't, uh, I would kind of just like to sit at home and play Plague Tale all day. Um, but then again, I think I should be a human and do nice human things. Um, but I don't know. The only other thing I do is on Christmas, I make myself holiday dinner. But I, I make it for myself. And that's just a spiral ham, mashed potatoes, gravy, and cranberry sauce. Which I know is kind of a Thanksgiving dinner, but I do that on Christmas. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah whatever brings you pleasure. Yeah, I just that's the one little holiday dinner I do every year on Christmas Day. And I watched that's how I watched Endgame for the first time two years ago, I think it was. So I don't know what movie I'll watch this year. Maybe Noish. Akira. Noish. There you go. I need to yeah, watch it. So watch um watch us, watch me and watch Aaron if he streams on Twitch, twitch.tv slash nerds the podcast. I beat God of War. I'm going to play Plague Tale. I'm going to play The Last of Us. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Jester954, for records. I'm very good at collecting records. Check our link tree for all our stuff, for Jimmy's John stuff, and all the rest of our stuff. Go to go to the merch store, buy T-shirts with our cartoon faces on it, wear it to work. My wife's wearing one right now. Fuck Cut yeah, dude. Wear a T-shirt with face on? bottoms. It's with me on it, guys. Can you uh, believe it? It's my face. <laughs> No, that's the panties. That's the panties she bought. Oh, hell yeah. Just, they, but they're inside. Mm-hmm. The, they're like your face is on the inside. My face is in? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Sick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we love you guys. We will see you in a week. We have been nerds. And uh, yeah.
give your give your grandma a kiss for us. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye. Sick.